It's going down. You know what I'm talking about? Hold up. Yeah. Yeah. Do Dedicate it. to everybody that's been a part of the struggle. Know what I'm saying? Hold up. Everybody's got loved ones. Now people don't really remember what a big what what a big deal this was when it dropped. But we bumped in with some Pimp C Free because another legendary rapper, according to Figgy and Jasmine, <laughs> is free. Let's look this ride a little bit. Though. Hold up. I'm back on the slab, back on the block, where the bus will be the ever break the frozen water, rock the board, give me him and shining when I step out the door. I thought I had enough of James Tolan, give me some more. And the same damn day I went to the Bentley lot. Okay, enough of that. I really don't like that song. <laughs> <laughs> it's good hearing Pimp C voice, man. Yeah. His voice is, he had a unique voice that's missed in hip hop. Yes. Man, when this album dropped, his first album after he was released from jail you know the whole pimp C, free pimp C movement was in full effect yeah. people had the shirts and shit and all kinds of merch saying free pimp C. every dirty south rapper was saying free pimp C. yeah when this album hit man everybody was bumping it i'm not even talking about just houston the south period mm-hmm. yeah. everybody was bumping this album man yeah. but to be honest when i first put that album on i heard that song first i didn't like it (laughs) (laughs) i did not like that song at all man because it wasn't the pimp c i was accustomed to yeah Mm -hmm. but the shit was still hard the album was still good and we bumped in with that because y'all favorite rapper (laughs) (laughs) the pimp c of y'all generation is now free asap yeah. The jiggy nigga. Yes. yes. That pretty mother. Yes. The man who ain't worried about fur. I'm just playing. <laughs> oh, my God. He ain't worried about all that. He and his bitches draws. Yeah, jig- yeah jiggy Harlem nigga. <laughs> yes. He is free. He has been released from jail in Sweden. Uh, Trump claiming credit. I don't know. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Man. But uh, are y'all excited that, you know, Pretty Flacco. I don't feel comfortable calling a man Pretty Flacco. <laughs> Are y'all comfortable that ASAP Rocky is back? Yeah, I'm happy for him. No one wants to. See, I don't want to see anybody in jail. Okay. So, but yeah, I'm excited. I'm happy. I think with him getting out like this, I look down his um, first post. He posted since he got out of jail. Mm-hmm. And a lot of celebrities were saying, yeah, bro, welcome back, welcome back. I think him going to jail like this, I think if he play it right, I think this could be his year. I mean, it's built up that way. Yeah. It's built yeah. up that way. We'll see. But uh, we'll get into that a little bit later, man. Yeah. We'll, we'll get into that when we get into our general topics. But just want to give a shout out, you know, had to bump in with some classic Pimp C because ASAP Rocky is free. You got to do a little celebration real quick. <laughs> um, now, before we get into the introductions, let's shout out another special listener real quick. Yes, sir. We had another sponsor on the podcast, and by sponsor, we mean a nigga got us some food, so we're going <laughs> to shout him out. <laughs> My man, Ernesto Pacheco, um, goes by Versatile Sports, I think, on Twitter. What's his fault? Let me see what his actual thing is. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. This what, was what is his name a... on Twitter? Because we got to shout him out and, and give his at. Fuck, I can't find it. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. It's all good. But uh, Ernesto, you, Ernesto, yes, thank you. He came through with some dominoes. Yeah, his Fed Instagram group. name is N-E-T-O-H-O-U fan. So Neto Hugh fan. Neto Hugh fan. Yes. yes. Shout he out was to in you. Houston. Oh, I see him on Twitter, too. Yeah. Neto Who fan. So check him out. Yeah. Um, Loyal listener. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Shout out to you, man. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. 
Yes, another member of the Gems and Juice Street team. We growing, man. Yeah. Should we come we up growing. with a name? I'm here for the street team. The, we, we need a street team like name. A, yeah. Like a, uh, a juicer or something? Oh, nah. like they have like... <laughs> 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 we got to come with something something for... We, we got to yeah. hide. A gemster. A gemster mate? Uh, nah. let's, let's, we can get, oh, we no. can get it together. We, we yes. figured out. We, we come let's up with cook. something. We need something for our high. Yeah. Everybody else got a name for their fans. Right. Yeah. Everybody mess with the podcast. We about three deep now in the, uh, the Gems and Juice Street team right now. Yeah. yeah. Original member Tab. tab. Yes. <laughs> Shout uh, out to Tab. trolling yes. a little bit. <laughs> we going to call that out too. Yeah. Uh, tab, Pave Text, Rob. Yeah. Of course, are supporting the podcast. First, give us food. So, one <laughs> official sponsor yeah and also ernesto pacheco we haven't shouted him out yet but he's been supporting the podcast for a while always mm-hmm. retweeting always putting the word out so we really appreciate it man everybody yes. who thank the you. podcast we really appreciate you man thank we mean you that. thank you again yes thank you very much so without further ado let's get into the introductions as we always do this is the gems and juice podcast i'm joined again by hardest working man in radio to this day, yes. <laughs> number one uh, Bow Wow super fan. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Thinks that he's a Hall of Fame legend, but that's okay. <laughs> My man Figgy, dog, how you doing, bro? I'm doing pretty good, man. I'm I'm kind of energized now. I get, we recording on a different day, yeah. so mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like I got way more energy instead of you know working that whole day and then towards the end of the night we doing the podcast. Yeah. Yes. So um, yeah, I'm feeling pretty good. It is a different feeling doing it during the day, man. Mm-hmm. It, is. it is. You feel a little more vibrant and alive. Yeah. yeah. Um, so how, how's your life going, man? I saw you got a new whip. Yeah, yeah, man. Got a new, brand new whip, 2015 um, Jeep Compass. Okay. Yeah, so um, I've been riding clean. This is my first new, new whip since 07. Mm-hmm. Because my first new car was a, a 07 Pontiac G6. So, um... This is my first time getting something new and not like a cash car. Yeah. Just okay. a little hoopty. So it feel good, man. I can, I can roll around Houston now. Yes, you can, can cheat, man. Finally. <laughs> oh I'm telling God. you, bro. You can finally get it in, man. Yeah. Now your wife got to sweat a little bit. I'm not saying you're going to, yeah. but the threat that you can yeah. will make, this, you know. This kind of remind me of um, back in the day when I was in another relationship. Mm-hmm. And... Um, this is around the time where I ain't have a phone. I ain't have a cell phone. My phone was off and all this other stuff. And she had a phone, so she was, like, all on, on the phone. She was doing whatever, but I couldn't really do shit but stay at home. So once I got a new phone, my mother ended up getting me a phone, a, a new cell phone. Then it was on. I'm like, cool. I'm I'm back in the game. I'm on Twitter. I'm Telling on this. You, and she felt some type of way. Right? Yeah. Yep. Like her whole attitude changed since Tightened then. Tightened up a little bit, huh? Yeah, but before she used to take the car. I used to be stuck at home. Like couldn't do shit. She know I wasn't cheating or nothing like yep. that. But as soon as I got that phone, her energy changed. I'm telling you, man, that could be good for a relationship. A little bit of doubt is good for a relationship, man, honestly. I think it's a tiny, <laughs> I'm not saying a tiny bit, like, if you think that your girl or your guy might leave, like, he has a capability to leave and go find another bitch, you'll yeah. tighten up a little bit on it's, what you do, you know? It's kind of, I, I see what you're saying. It's kind of like bringing in another player. Yeah. That's, that got your same position, that kind of make you step it up a little bit <laughs> to, to hold down your fort. 
But yeah, it's kind of like, and I think the equivalent for a man would be like if your girl was a stay-at-home mom for a while, but then she went back to work. You yeah. start feeling a little bit different because you know some niggas probably you know flirting, doing the workplace, work wife, yeah. work Getting husband dressed. shit. I, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I actually know somebody who did that. There was like a stay-at-home mom. The um the father was making all his money, so he's doing whatever the fuck he want, and she ended up going to school. So she went to school, got her degree, but now it's kind of like he on his toes now because mm-hmm. she'll be good. She leaves. Yep. Yeah. She not depending on him. Yep. <laughs> so Tighten yeah, up I get a little it. bit, man. Yeah, Ain't yeah. nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that at all. Also, the lovely Jasmine joins us as well. Hello. Fresh drop a little mini vacay in yes. the I know. Bay Area, yeah. I believe. I know. Did you see Blueface? <laughs> no, but it's crazy. They love him. Really? It's, it's, it's really. We just coming off the podcast talking about his double XL freestyle going down there. They know all the words for songs. They like <laughs> they like super fans. So it's it was wow. funny to to um, experience, I guess, like to go from one one spectrum to the other. Okay. Yeah, but I have fun. Ash and I ha- always have a good time when we go to L.A. We visit friends and just kind of hang out. We kind of, um, this time we actually did like tourist type things. Like normally we just go and kind of hang out with friends and just chill and do whatever. But this time we actually made a point to go to like Runyon Canyon and okay. like went to Venice Beach. We saw Dave Chappelle. Oh, oh really? Yeah, it was crazy. You get a like, picture? Nah, cause oh. it was it wasn't the it wasn't the vibe. Like we were on Venice and we were actually turning around from the boardwalk, walking back, mm-hmm. and we saw this guy. Like all, it was three of us, and we all looked and saw this guy. And I know, like to myself, it's like he looks so familiar. <laughs> and then it took one person to say something like, "That's Dave Chappelle." And we was like, "I knew that was like I knew that was somebody." <laughs> like, but he was just walking by, like with a friend. It was just him and a friend. They was in all black and just walking on the beach. And then so we turned around. Like to go speak to him or whatever, and he like you could tell he was just chill. Like it wasn't like he was trying to be super incognito or anything, but he like you could tell he didn't want to be like we don't want to make a scene. Like we don't yeah. want to be the people to like get hey, people to notice him. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. so we went and just shook his hand and said hey or whatever. But okay. you could tell he was like just chilling. Like he the bar that we had just passed, he was peeping in to see, like, because they was live in there, and then he was just trying to see what was going on, and then they just kept walking. Okay. And so we, like, talked to a few other local locals that, like, I guess saw us speak to him, and they were telling us, like, um, he had to be, like, he has to have, like, a house down there or something, because yeah. where we were at, at the boardwalk at that point, it was, like, nothing else there. You had to go to, like, it was Santa Monica, you could keep going, but it wasn't, like, walking distance. Like, mm-hmm. you could walk if you wanted, but it was, like, late, so he must have had like a house or something down there because there was literally nothing else he could have been going to. Okay. So yeah, it was okay. crazy. And then I met um, my favorite, I don't know, y'all probably aren't familiar, but Heather Sanders, she um, owns Sorella Boutique and mm. she used to be, well, y'all might know her because she used to be best friends with like China mm-hmm. and like she used to hang out with like Tyga and all them, but um I follow her because she's from Dallas and she like okay. she has this love this cute ass love story this cute family and she like kind of like well not kind of but they built this business from the ground up of this boutique and this store and they have like two different um, locations in Los Angeles one on Melrose and one I'm I don't want to lie somewhere else in L A so I got to meet them they actually like that weekend that we were down they um, relaunched Fubu. 
a collaboration with FUBU. Okay. So um, mm -hmm. we went for that, and I got to meet her, and that's cool. She kind of cute, fun. too. She's yeah. beautiful. Yeah, I love she her. She got a picture with Kylie. Yeah, she's okay. like best friends with Kylie, um, yeah. and she looks like her pictures. So she's not one of these Instagram models and um, celebrities that be out here stunning. Like, she is gorgeous, and her family is so cute. But other than that, we just chilled. Um, I did, <laughs> the last night was kind of wild. I don't have a wallet right now. <laughs> and um, I woke up with a piercing that I didn't have. Yeah, one of them nights, huh? Yeah, it was pretty Damn. fun. 19-year-old nights. Okay. <laughs> Where's the piercing? <laughs> it's just on my ear, but it, it, okay. it wasn't there originally. So Damn. It was cool. Okay. okay. <laughs> I had fun. Damn. <laughs> uh, I will never I will never be hungover on a plane again. Like that's the worst thing ever in life. I've never done I've never experienced that before Damn. and it was it was trash. Like That's like being hungover on a roller coaster. Mm-hmm. Man. Basically. Yeah. It was trash. And then just having to sit by some other people on the plane. It's Uncomfortable. Like, Did you sit uh, by Ashley or? No. You had did. separate this, seats? Yeah. This, okay. On the way back, we didn't have seats next to each other. That's the so, worst. So, um, yeah, it was just like, oh, my God. That's gosh. like a good. How, how long is that flight? They kept saying two hours and 59 minutes, and it was pissing me off. Just uh. just call it what it is. It's three hours. Just say three hours. But, I mean, I had fun. It was cool. I always love LA. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's like you had a good time. Yeah. That's good. Mm -hmm. Got to relax and unwind a little bit. Yeah. And that is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You did. <laughs> See, I, I'm not one for pictures, too, but I feel like I would probably try to get a picture with Dave Chappelle. Me, too. Mm -hmm. I'm not a picture guy, but yeah. that's somebody you got to take a picture with. Because at the end of it all, he they probably going to put him up there. Yes. With yeah. the legends. What I would be nervous about, though, is a mistaken identity. Because, <laughs> like it really not be yes, him. Uh -huh. Because you see that happen on social media all the time. Like, oh, yeah. wait, hey, I got a picture with DeAndre Hopkins, y'all. It's just some nigga with dreads. Yeah. <laughs> you remember the Clay Thompson? Yeah. Look alike. Yeah. Yeah. I think they did one for Kawhi Leonard too. Yeah. Like uh -huh. a lot of people just acting like they people. Yeah. And with Dave Chappelle, like I feel like I would know him if I saw him. Yeah. But you're never hundred percent sure, man. It could Especially be both. Now y'all really with... got me thinking. Like, was that really him? <laughs> no, or was this somebody else? Acting like it was no, him. it could be. It's L.A. Yeah. So a lot of celebrities be out there anyway. But but you know, some we did talk to somebody else, and they was like, I just asked him for. I was like, Hey, Dave, can I borrow a lighter? And he gave it to me. So oh, I so think, that was oh, so, so you actually it, talked to him? Not me. Oh, okay. It was uh, we were after the fact that we like shook his hand and stuff. We were walking back, and somebody else, I guess, that had seen us, mm -hmm. he started talking to us, and he was like, "Y'all, y'all, that's Dave Chappelle, right?" And he was like, "Yeah, like I, I, I thought it was. I didn't realize it was him either." And then I looked, and I was like, "Hey, Dave, can I borrow a lighter?" And he gave me one, let me use the lighter, and just kept walking. Oh, okay. And I was like, "What?" Like, so I don't know, but y'all making me no, think like that was might it be a person okay. or was it him? Could be. Yeah, he he looked like he just looked like he was chilling, and he said like he spoke back. He said hey and stuff. Like okay. he shook our hands, yeah. but I'm not doubting your yeah. story. I'm just saying. No, for I'm my doubting sake. my story now. Y'all making me like I'm like, dang, was it really him? <laughs> it was Bokeem Woodbine, actually, the nigga who no, looks Dave just seen, like him. Dave seemed like the type of dude that's real chill yeah. and low key. He, I don't see like a big old circus going after him like that. Yeah, he's just so low key and chill, where it's kind of like, oh, that's Dave. That's I think thing. if it was announced that Dave Chappelle was there. People mm -hmm. would swarm him. Yeah. yeah. Because if you ever go to one of his shows, man, they're packed and sold out. 
Yeah. I tried to go to one in Houston. I didn't even make it because yeah. the track was so crazy. Oh, yeah. yeah. But I think just him by nature, if you see nobody around him, people are probably thinking like we're talking right now. Like, is that really him? It might not be. I don't yeah. want to bother him. Stuff like that. Yeah. yeah and that's so, how we yeah. were. We just didn't want to bother him with a picture. Like, you could tell he was just enjoying his night. Like. Yeah. He was just mm-hmm. chilling. Him and his, and his friend just looked happy to be noticed. Like, <laughs> like his friend just looked like he was happy that we acknowledged him, too, because yeah. we shook his hand, too. Yeah. LA people are kind of bougie like that, too. They're like, oh, we see the celebrities all the time down yeah. here in this beach. You know, it's no big deal. Yeah. Oh, it's just Jerry Seinfeld right there. Who cares? Yeah. Yeah. I kind of got like that living in Houston. Like, when we be at a certain place. Everywhere. No, you see uh, yeah. Bun B. It's kind of like, oh, yeah, he always yeah. here. <laughs> <laughs> flip, yeah, we always here. You know, ain't no big yeah. deal. Yeah. But somebody from out of town, they're going to be like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's Lil Flip. <laughs> <laughs> So we kind of got that in this that's a little true. bit. That, yeah. that, that's actually a good point, man. We are the same way a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Um. So uh, let's get into some new releases, man. A lot of stuff came out. I admittedly hadn't listened to a lot of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I heard the big ones. And let's just go ahead and start with the most controversial album of them all so far. Mm-hmm. Chance the Rapper finally released what he's calling his debut his album. First album. Yeah. Wait. Question mark, question mark, question mark. Yeah. yeah. But um he released the album The Big Day uh last week. Um very controversial. Some people seem to like it. He's retweeting everybody who likes it on his feed right now, I think. <laughs> so it seems like if you look at his Twitter account, everybody loves the album. Mm-hmm. But it is getting memed to hell and back. <laughs> everybody is clowning it people are making videos making fun of him singing about how much he loves his wife and all this shit <laughs> he is getting clowned for this album so I want to know what y'all thought first uh, what were your thoughts on Chance the Rapper's The Big Day to be honest I haven't listened and I'm really ashamed because I love Chance I think he's an angel sent from heaven okay you <laughs> might not agree after this album but, <laughs> but I, yeah I have seen a bit of backlash and then after just kind of seeing y'all's comments in the group chat I think that's kind of what turned me off from like rushing to listen to it I only heard it because we had to talk about it yeah <laughs> so when I after I saw y'all kind of say that and then I, I just hadn't really had the time to really dive in like I like to listen to albums so mm. Having, but the memes have been hilarious. They've been, they've been interesting. Funny <laughs> as hell. <laughs> so, what do you think, Figgy? Um, honestly, I wasn't really feeling the album. I was kind of disappointed with. I I kind of held chance to this upper standard of once he drop an album, this shit gonna be fire. But to me, I, I kind of wrote five things that kind of um, my five thoughts on this album. I think the album was too long. Yeah. He he had a. And it, I know he had a couple skits in there, but it was a lot of songs that was like five minutes, and it was just dragging on and on and on. That to me, I think that was one of the problems. I think if he cut it down to like eleven or twelve songs, I think, I think it, the album wouldn't be as bad. But uh, that was one of the problems. Um, his rapping wasn't bad. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people. A lot of people going back and forth trying to say, oh, yeah, he can rap. Like, the rapping part wasn't bad. Mm-hmm. But to me, the music and the beat choices was kind of boring. Uh, it's a lot of solo pianos yeah. and uh, string. I mean, it, it was kind of, it was a little weird to me. I, it was a weird choice for, um, uh, I guess, a quote-unquote first album. I think, uh, I don't know, it was, just, it was just a little boring. It sounded like he was 
maybe too happy, I guess. Maybe he should have <laughs> maybe he should have waited before he got married or something. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know, but it sounded way too happy. The beats were literally commercial beats. Yeah. Beats that sound like they should have been on a Dorito commercial type of beats. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm it, dead. It, it was a couple songs that sound like it was throwaways from that Dorito commercial with Backstreet Boys. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. It was just, it was really hard to listen to. And um, yeah, like I said, it's too commercial. It sounded like Disney, ABC, ABC Family-ish. <laughs> So, you know, like I said, it wasn't bad. Like, I, I can't trash nobody for talking positive or making positive music. But to me, I don't see myself getting in the car and just bumping it like, oh, yeah, this is hard. Yeah, yeah. It was a, it was a tough listen. Um, to me, um, he was very creative with his wordplay. And he do have a smooth voice where he can say anything and people be like, damn, yeah, that yeah. shit hard. But after a while, it sounds way too gimmicky. He was using a lot of um, meme type statuses. Yeah. Where he w- he mentioned something where he was saying, I don't want people at my wedding who won't be there during my marriage. Yeah. To me. Actually, I didn't hate that line that much, man. To I me, thought it, yeah. It was, man, it sounded like he got that straight from a meme. That's, yeah. <laughs> it could be. Like, it's kind of like that. Wow. Yeah. That Instagram makes so much in. sense. Yeah, yeah, so it was a lot of that throughout the whole album. I feel you. So it, it started sounding way, he started sounding way too perfect, way too cheesy. So I kind of, I don't know, I kind of had a problem with that. And um, also, um, the Hot Shower song, we was talking yes. about that a little earlier. I had a huge problem with this song. <laughs> like, like they to play the, it on the radio right now. Really? Yeah. yeah to the point, I kind of cringed when I heard this song, and I was tempted to skip this song so bad. But um, it kind of reminded me of the Eminem song. Eminem had a song with Royce the Five Nine on his latest album, mm-hmm. uh, and that song was called "Not Alike." And it was produced by Tay Key. Mm-hmm. So. Um, that song, when you listen to that song from Eminem, he was rapping like how people from the South or people in Atlanta, that current rap style. Yeah, mocking it, basically. Yeah. I kind of got that vibe from this song. I felt like he was, he he dumbed his style down a little bit mm-hmm. and was kind of mocking it. I can I, I can feel that. Yeah. yeah. when I forgot exactly what he said. He said, all about my green... Uh, cauliflower or something yeah yeah it, it kind of basically make sense. drug rap which he hasn't talked about in a while honestly. that's what i'm saying yeah so i kind of cringe listening to this and i think he way too talented to dumb his raps down like that i think he can make a, a dope song and people can really like it without him doing this shit yeah and um the last thing the only the only song i like was the song with um dirk and nikki the um, side around, yeah, slide around, S- slide around. I yeah, like sli- that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the one song I can honestly say I could play again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like if I cut the album on right now, I would go to that song. I thought that song was alright, but outside of that, man, everything sounds like a, a a soundtrack to like a a teenager movie or something. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of it sounds like you know <laughs> the music that play at the end of the credits. It just sound. It sounds like he should have made this for, I don't know, maybe. Yeah, it sounds like a Pretty Little Liars soundtrack. Yeah. Ah. So I was. What about the Megan The Stallion song? You don't like it. I wasn't impressed with that. Mm-hmm. I didn't even like her verse. Really? Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, it was good. She, um, he had her on there, but to me, she, mm. yeah, I got to listen. Yeah, I, I was highly disappointed with this, and um, to me, the type of person, the type of rapper he kind of remind me of is that guy who can do parody raps, mm-hmm. who can rap about funny stuff, but he could get real serious too. He could change his voice a little bit. He kind of remind me of that guy who could play in a musical. Like if if I had to put Chance somewhere, I would put him in some type of Broadway musical. Mm-hmm. Who can sing? Mm-hmm. He can rap. He can He's rap very funny animated, shit. Like, very animated. Yeah, yeah he kind of remind me of that type of rapper. And um, yeah, man, I just honestly, if he was sitting right here and he said, uh, "What can I do to change it, or what can I do to make my album better?" I don't know. Yeah, I just think I think he bring this vibe of being the most positive person mm-hmm. that he can't really rap about nothing. Yeah, he can't rap about you know beating a nigga up or <laughs> nothing like that. He he's too positive. <laughs> like Michelle Obama is that's his best friend. So he to me, I think his content is kind of limited a little bit. Uh, what he can talk about and the stuff he do talk about is so super positive and. I guess I don't. I guess it's motivating a little bit, but I don't. I feel like I feel like him being this positive kind of shot himself in the foot a little bit. Okay. I think. I think. Um. I think if he would have dropped the album earlier and then got to this point, then it'd be like, okay, I get it. You growing and all that stuff, but it just seemed way too positive. And I know that sound kind of... Yeah, I was going to say, that's so crazy. It, it sounds kind of ignorant, but I don't know. I mean, I don't know what I would change if I was Chance because that's his image. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, like, we could go through all type of other people that drop bad albums. We could go through Jay-Z, his bad album. We could say, oh, yeah, he was talking about this too much. He need to get back to this or get back to that. You could say that about anybody. I don't know what to say about Chance. <laughs> Like I can't. I don't want to sit here and say he need to rap about this because that's not him. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what to do <laughs> with this album. Yeah, okay. I think a lot of people feel that way. Honestly, um, I, I'll be positive first <laughs> because I know this album is getting slandered. Chance is getting slandered, and I was already not a big Chance fan. Mm-hmm. I don't even want to say he's overrated because I don't really know anybody who even rates him that high in person. You know, I don't see him being mentioned in the top five list anywhere of current rappers. So I don't even know if I call him overrated. I just think he his fame seems to supersede his work. If that makes any sense. Yeah. He kind of came out of nowhere, kind of blew up out of nowhere. And he's getting the kind of press that a top five artist period not even just rapper period would get he's on super bowl ads yeah he's Uh, everywhere commercials doritos bringing back the spicy chicken nuggets for wendy's (laughs) shit like i can understand cardi b being in the the pepsi super bowl commercial i don't understand chance the rapper most rap fans cannot name three chance songs chance is like He's a he's the rapper that America wants for their I children. Agree. Great like, point. That's why he well not to say that that's why, but like that's why you see him on stuff like you're describing because yes. he's the he's the poster rapper. 
that, you know, parents would want their children to listen to versus the rap that everybody actually enjoys. Yes. Although and, I do enjoy and see, Chance's music most of the time. And see, that's why I think this is the type of album we got. Because I, I think I don't think he wanna dip too far and be too disrespectful. Yeah. Yeah. So he gotta keep this clean image. And I think that's kinda hurting him because I think he's super talented. Mm-hmm. But as far as the music, he can't really put out he, I don't think I think he got to stay in that pianos and soft strings type of music, that positive music. I think his problem is bigger than that. I'll get to that in a minute, though, because I want to okay. talk about the album first. But um, to Jasmine's point, yeah, uh, he is like the rapper that Barack Obama can say he listens to mm. and not get any flack over. You know, he's a safe rapper, the one you can play at cookouts around his family. Some of his songs, not all of them. But, you know, the, the safe rapper who occupies that lane, kind of the J. Cole, Kendrick-ish lane, but even a little different from them. I'm about to say he's yeah. way cleaner little, little than them. Cleaner yeah. than them, yeah. yeah. I, I wouldn't say Chance is a clean rapper all the way, especially all of his work, but especially lately he has been put up as that, you know, clean, he's conscious rapper. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, kind of like how Common started off more street, but then Common became like more of a conscious rapper as his career went on. I think yeah. uh, Chance is the same way. But to the album itself, man, I will be 100% fair. I think people going a little too hard on it. Mm-hmm. Um, I do agree with your most of your complaints about the album. I think it's too long. The beat choices are suspect. A lot of similar sounding songs and subject matter. I get that you're getting married and you're happy and you want a soundtrack to your wedding. <laughs> we as a people don't really care so much. But I'm yeah. we're, we're, we're glad you're happy, man. We're glad you're getting married, you know, <laughs> promoting whatever. But... I do agree that, well, I do think people are slandering the album without even having heard it. Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. think that's a little bit of a problem. Y'all just like, once the memes take off, it's hard to go against any of them. Yeah. You know, you don't want to be the one person singled out saying, actually, I enjoyed the album. Yeah. Everybody's like, man, I'm trash. I don't care what you say. It was trash. Mm-hmm. And, and I disagree with the idea that you can't rap about being happy without it being corny, man. Yeah, I just, uh, yeah. I some agree. of my favorite songs by The Roots, when the common made The Light, yeah. that's a great positive song about being in love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. I think people <laughs> who are slandering it just because it's too happy, I think that's corny, man. Yeah. yeah. Like, I get if you heard it and didn't like it. I understand mm-hmm. that. But if you just saying, I don't want to hear that corny shit, that happy-go-lucky shit, nah, nah man. man. Yeah, I disagree with that point, yeah. I think that's corny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My problem with this album is that it seems rushed. And I have a theory as to why it's so rushed. But I'll get to that in a little bit. Right. Wait, really? You think it's rushed after three years? Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. I have I have theories okay. and ideas okay. about this. Okay, okay. But, we get into rock. We gotta make yes. a we need to make a bit for your conspiracies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Pull up the Exiles music. Yes. <laughs> yes. I, I we that Rockets theories, conspiracy <laughs> theory of the week. But um to the album itself, I only really liked probably two songs off of it. Damn, okay. I thought We Go High was a good song. I thought that could have been the wedding happy marriage song. Mm. Just keep it at that. Yeah. And I thought that would have been fine. I like that song. It was personal and funny enough because this album is chock full of features. 
Yeah. yeah. Which goes into my reasoning why it's rushed, but I'll get into it a little bit later. <laughs> I keep saying that. But um, it's so many features, but the one song I liked was probably one of only two songs on the album that didn't have any features. Mm. Mm-hmm. I like that song. I thought he was really, you know, genuine, he genuine, transparent, talking about all the troubles of his relationship going into his marriage and insecurities and stuff. And I like the song. The beat was good, too. Mm-hmm. I also like the uh, Nikki's, which I didn't think I would like based <laughs> off the track. Listen, <laughs> the slide around song. That is a really good song. Yeah, man. Him yeah. and Lil Durk. I yeah. wasn't the biggest Lil Durk fan, but. Yeah, that was a good song. They all like sounded good, even yeah. Nicki. And yeah. I like, kind of like the fact that people seem to uh, change up their style when they're on a Chance record. Yeah. Even Megan, even though she was talking to regular shit, like it wasn't cash shit. <laughs> yeah. You know, it was more toned down for the positive, Chance record. Yeah. yeah. A little and more it, positive than normal. Exactly. <laughs> and then Nicki won too. And that's why people be fronting on Nicki, man. Nicki can switch it up yeah, when she, she wants she to. she got two good verses on yes. the album too. I like that song a lot, man. Everything else just comes off as pretty sloppy to me, man. Honestly, too many tracks. Um, And getting into why I think it's rushed, I will lay out my conspiracy theory right now. Okay. I think Chance the Rapper is actually signed to a major record deal. Mm. And I think he had to put this album out this year. Why? Because going back to his interview on the Joe Budden podcast last year, he said that he hadn't recorded any music for his new album. I remembered that because I thought that was interesting. It had been like two years since Coloring Book. And I'm like, what have you been doing this whole time? You're not doing music. I get he had other business moves, making all these other promo moves. But when I think about the rollout for Coloring Book, not only was everything on there better production-wise, the features made sense, um, the cover art was a lot better, the three hats (laughs) that he sold and made a ton of money off of. What's been the rollout for this album? Mm. No big singles, no hype for it. Mm. It just dropped... And the cover art, which is just sloppy as hell, man. Come on. It's late. <laughs> Compared to all his yeah. other three projects, yeah. Yeah. the cover art from this is terrible. Yeah. Just a photograph of him. Where it's, like, it's just, you, you probably already seen it. It's <laughs> yeah. trash, yeah. man. It's trash. Of him holding a CD, A right? CD with yeah. some gemstones on it. Yeah. yeah. And I get that's always symbolic. It kind of reminds me of when Kanye took the picture of his album on the, on the way, yeah, on the way to, to the, the album rollout party. Yeah. yeah. That's I, I felt how, that. That vibe. Yes. <laughs> like, yeah. That's how Yeezus cover. Looks. Remember the Yeezus cover? Yes. People was complaining about that. Yes. Yeah. But even Yeezus, I think, had a lot more going to it than this album. Yeah. I think this marks a checklist of, okay, let's get all the top rappers. Let's get them on the project. Let's get the streaming numbers up. It seems like a, a major record label Move. project, yeah. basically. Yeah. Because I kind of feel like if you want to make a soundtrack to your wedding, why would you have so many features from other niggas on it? Because <laughs> you don't want to hear yourself at your wedding the whole time? I guess, but I would have respected it more if he just went full-on creative, no features, 
fuck it. I'm going to rap about what I want to talk about on this album. That's mm-hmm. how I would know he was independent because I would know you're making your own moves. Yeah. With this one, it's like, okay, the baby, one of the hottest rappers out. Let's get him on. Megan Thee Stallion, let's get her on too. Let's get Nicki on. Let's get all these people on. Sean Mendes. Yeah, Sean yeah, Mendes. Yeah. This stuff SWV. Is, yes. That came out of nowhere. In Vogue. See, those actually made some sense to me. Yeah. But the Sean Mendes one, this stuff is just like, okay, the major label is cutting checks to get these people on for features. Yeah. So that's why I think this project was rushed. You don't think these people just, just mess with chance that way? I think they do, but they're not doing... You know, they're not someone as big as Sean Mendez isn't just doing a, a favor for a friend. You don't think like so? that? I don't think so, man. Like I don't know what kind of relationship they have, but yeah. I doubt it's so close that you would be like, Well, I usually charge a hundred fifty for a verse. I but feel, since you chance, you yeah. independent, I'll do it for ten. I feel like um it could just be like relate like relationships that, you know, um networking that he's built up and that Obviously, they're going to get paid off of streaming as well. So why That's not true. just, why, you know, if he just cool with everybody like that, I can I can see that happening. I think it's possible, but just my own. And I have no industry connects. I'm just going off of what I feel and what I've heard and what I've, you know, listened to on other people's podcasts who know about shit like this. Mm-hmm. I think the record label, the record industry goes deeper than people doing favors for each other. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I yeah, just don't think sure. that happens. Yeah, I, and, sure. and, and then too, I don't think people, um, I don't think artists counting on streams. Yes. Like, oh yeah, I know it's going to stream a lot, so you know, I dropped the price now. Yes. I think these artists want their money now. And not just that, you have to remember these artists are signed to 360 deals. Yeah. The label has to clear their label every has single to clear verse. something for yes. this album. Yeah. yeah. So you think they're taking a less of a cut even because the label has to take their cut too? Yeah. I just don't and if think. He, uh, yeah, and if he's really independent, he ain't about to get no Nicki verse that clean like that. Yes, with her label allowing it, or Sean Mendes letting their his label, you know, allowing exactly. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's very hard. <laughs> exactly, man. And and another reason why I think this project was rushed. The sequencing makes no sense to me. Yeah. yeah. Getting just... back to that, um, the, the hot shower song, <laughs> that's probably the worst song. <laughs> well, definitely the worst song on the album to me, but you put that right next to one of my favorite songs on the album, <laughs> which is the, uh, we, uh, we go high. Yeah. And even listening to it just straight, even if you like hot shower, I don't know anybody who does. Maybe people do. Why would you go from that to that? Two completely different emotional feels to go into. It it made no sense sequence-wise, and I think Chance is smarter about his projects than that. Yeah. So this feels like a thrown-together project made under the theme of his wedding coming up. So do you think that's why he's calling this his first album, because it's label-inspired, versus The Coloring Book was his thing? I think so, but, and he also always, he kind of had to cause his album. Number one, this being his first album, quote unquote, means nothing to me. Yeah. Because at the very least, it should be his second. In my Coloring opinion, Book was an yeah. album to yeah. me. Yeah. I understand. You got a Grammy off of it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. You ain't about to get no Grammy as a super. <laughs> off a of mixtape. So, yeah. Well, no, heard it. She got a Grammy off of an EP this this year, so never mind. That was an EP, but it was but still. She, but is she? Yeah. Is she is she independent or is she signed? No, she signed. Yeah. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like I don't see nobody strictly independent not 
signed to no nothing major. Yes. Getting a Grammy like that. Yeah. T.I. did not get a Grammy for Gangsta Grills, volume 13, <laughs> or the fuck he was on. Okay, yeah. nobody gets Grammys for mixtapes. That album was an album. So yeah. this being his first album, number one will be embarrassing because it's his worst project to me. Yeah. And so that means nothing to me. But, um, and going back to your point about him being too positive, uh, I'll kind of disagree with that, Figgy. I think, I don't think he's too corny to make good music. I don't think, I have to believe that you can rap about positive shit and still make good music because a lot of my favorite artists, you know, be by common. There's no ignorant street shit on that album. You can do it as long as the music is good. Yeah, and see, like, I'm not saying his music was too positive, but mm-hmm. him as a person, I think the shit he do, I, I, the, I love the stuff he doing for Chicago, but, like, if you look at him as a person, he, he like, this perfect type of person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it just looked weird for him to rap about, you know, shit that normal rappers rap about. Yeah. Because, like I said, I, I do think, I disagree with people saying um, that positive music is whack, because I think... YBN Corday album was a great album. Yeah. We'll get to that yeah, a little bit in a, in a minute, but I think that's a perfect example of making a dope project yeah. and not mm-hmm. talking about all that street shit. That's, yeah. To me, that's a positive album. So I just think his image with him, you know, being so close or cool with Michelle Obama, mm-hmm. um, Barack Obama, all this other stuff, I he can't really do as much. Like you see what Trump did when he said, "My boy Chance." Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that kind of, that kind of messed him up a little bit. Yeah. But he can't really, he can't really, you know. I I don't want to say give his opinion, but everything he do is so great and so positive mm-hmm. that he can't. That I feel like that's kind of got him stuck in the box a little bit. Yeah. Where he can't go outside that box. He. He, everything he do kind of got to be way too goody two shoes. Yeah. Way too, you know, thoughtful. Uh, I don't know, man. But I think he's stuck in a box before a different reason. I think he's stuck between making viral music for the kids and making mature grown people music for a uh, almost 30 year old married man with a daughter. Mm. He's stuck between that because the hot shower song, keep going back to what I know. <laughs> it just makes no sense for him to do a yeah, song like that at this awful, point man. in his career. Yeah. I don't think he was trying to imitate or make fun. I think he genuinely, part of him, thinks he's still that dude. You know, yeah. I this song sounded like something a SoundCloud rapper would make. Yeah. And yeah. I think part of him still sees himself as that underground SoundCloud dude who makes music that'll be on TikToks. <laughs> and everybody's gonna fuck with it and it's gonna go viral. Yeah. That's why he got some. Even the baby, who I like, couldn't yeah. save that song, man. Yeah. That's yeah. how bad it was. Yeah. And I you just can't put you could put that out as a single that did not go on this album. Mm-hmm. But I don't see how you can put that kind of song on this kind of album yeah. and have it make any type of sense, man. It just makes no sense. Mm-hmm. So I agree, man. <laughs> he's just stuck between do I want to make the quote unquote boring music for the rest of my career? Or do I want to still connect with the kids and still have kids come to my shows and still see myself go viral on social media? Mm -hmm. You know, he just, he refuses to grow up in some cases. And that song is a reflection of that. Yeah. So (laughs) 
That being said, man, yeah, you, as you could tell, we did not like the album. <laughs> yeah. uh, disappointed, I guess you could say. But, you know, I, I'm not going to count him out, man, just because nah. th- the way people are talking. He, he way too talented, man. Yeah. He Nah. It's just this album wasn't it, man. I, it, this dude way too talented. He, he a great rapper, great singer. <laughs> so I just I think he got a good ear for music. Yes. Mm-hmm. This album just ain't it. Maybe the next project will be, but this one, yeah. And I won't even knock the concept because people thought the concept was corny. But then you also thought when Chance said, I'm going to make a gospel rap album, you everybody was like, are you serious? A gospel yeah. rap? And then it came out and it, and was, it was dope. amazing. Yeah, yeah. exactly. No, nah, this content was cool. It, be, it fit him. Yeah. It's just, I guess, the beat selection. The execution was poor. Yeah, the 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 content was. I mean, not the content, but the production to me, the the beats and stuff wasn't really good. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I agree, and and that's <laughs> the reason I think it was because I think if he was allowed to sit on his project for another year or two, it would have been a lot better. But and I'm looking back at his uh release calendar <laughs> to prove my point. Yeah. So he released. Acid Rap uh, in April of 2013. Then he released Coloring Book in May of 2016. And now he released The Big Day in so every uh, three years. Ju- July or what was so it? July of 2019. Years. Every three years during the summer. Okay, Ryan's Conspiracy. He drops an album that sounds like a major record label artist rollout schedule. Yeah. You know, look at Kendrick's rollouts. They look similar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't believe this dude <laughs> is, is independent anymore, man. I just don't. <laughs> but anyway. <Yeah. laughs> so uh uh yeah, I mean we'll 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 see what happens with him. But hopefully he actually takes more time with the next project. I kinda hope he stays experimental. I don't yeah. want him to see the backlash to this album and be like, okay, Get back, go back to, to the, the old stuff. Shit. Yeah. yeah. Go back to Acid Rap 2 coming out soon. Mm-hmm. You know, hopefully. But even he goes that back. wasn't ignorant to me. Like that was still Mm, he was talking about doing psychedelic drugs yeah, and shit. But yeah, but it was still somewhat like. I feel what you mean. Yeah, now. it wasn't yeah. what we listening to now. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. Twenty One Savage. Yeah, so I get you. He he can't go back to that anyway. Yeah, he cool with Barack Obama. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Uh, but another positive album we talked about just now, uh, YBN Corday, who I only heard a cup a week ago when he dropped the XXL <laughs> freestyle. Honestly. <laughs> Um, he dropped his debut album called The Lost Boy or Lost Boy. Um, Figgy, I know you heard it, man. What were your thoughts on this album? Uh, I love the whole album, man. Um, from the lyrics to the beat selection, I think everything was solid. Um, you could tell he was highly influenced by J. Cole. Yeah. He, he got a lot of J. Cole in him. Um, like even him harmonizing, trying to sing a little bit. Mm-hmm. It just reminded me of J. Cole. And it show you that this this newer um this newer age of kids coming in looking up to J. Cole and I feel like J. Cole is still the the young dude in the game. And that's what to he, me. he yeah. raps about. Yeah. So that it kinda made me feel a little old. Yeah. <laughs> with people looking up to J. Cole. Mm-hmm. But um I think I wasn't sitting here I wouldn't sit here and say this was the greatest album ever or nothing like that. I, I do think he got a lot of growing to do. I think the ceiling is super high for him, but um, I don't know. This dude, I think this dude's the real deal, man. Um, 
it's funny because this album, this the this album, I thought, I thought Chance Chance album would be like this. Like when you listen to it, it's to me it kind of, I feel like Chance should have been on this or well, he was on. No, I meant like yeah, his album should have been this. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, um, like I said, you ain't had to, you ain't had to be super positive or you know not cussing and stuff like this. To me, this was a great hip hop album. I wouldn't even say it was positive. It was just a great hip hop album, and um. And listening to this, I listened to it again. I listened to it twice. Okay. And this really made me really not like Chance album. Wow. Because it's like, damn, like, like I'm not bashing Chance for, you know, because he's too positive. It it just wasn't good. And when you listen to um, uh, Corday album, this was a good album. So, you know, to the people that saying, you know, that positive shit is whack and all that stuff, no. Nah. Like listen to this album. This is a great hip hop album. So, um, yeah, I think, yeah, I think this album was solid. I liked it too. Um, it's kind of hard to explain why I feel a disconnect with it because I do agree he is like the the new J Cole, I guess. And I'm thinking of J Cole. I feel old like you because I'm thinking of J Cole as a new J Cole. But <laughs> he's been in the game for like ten plus years now. Mm-hmm. So he's been he's kind of a veteran at this point yeah so the new generation yes the new generation's coming up and you can tell he looks up to people like you know j cole's kendrick's all the other more lyrical rappers i listened to the album all the way through enjoyed the listen don't know if i'll go back to it and i don't know because i feel bad for knocking anybody for a good effort like this but i kind of feel like he almost comes off as like a generic J. Cole type rapper to me at times mm. on this album. I don't feel like if I heard YBN Corday on a feature and didn't know he was on it beforehand, I wouldn't be like, oh, that's YBN Corday. Uh, yeah. I couldn't pick him out. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of even J. Cole, like they all have this distinct delivery. Where it's like, you know that's a J. Cole verse. You know that's a Kendrick. Even Chance the Rapper, you know that's Chance when he's rapping. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But with YBN Corday, it's he's like... He's like a poor man's J. Yeah. Cole. He yeah. He kind of sounds like the dude at the mall who gives you a mixtape, and you actually listen to it, and you're like, damn, this dude's super lyrical, but something is missing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Something personality-wise. Like, I could tell why he's not famous, and he's at the mall slinging his mixtape. Yeah. So maybe he's just still kind of early in the game and he needs to develop himself a little bit more like like a 21 savage in a sense yes. like he he hasn't developed his sound cuz 21 I could I could make the point that I thought 21 sounded the same on every single record before but now yeah. now he sounds a lot more um mature in his music now not that sure. YBN isn't but you know just yeah. Just, a, just a yeah, yeah. just an evolution maybe eventually this, this kind of remind me of JID yeah. JID sound a lot uh, I, like Kendrick, so uh, you know, yeah, it's kind of bad that you sound just like somebody else that's relevant right now. But you know, maybe give him a chance to see if he grow into himself. Yeah. So that's why I didn't want to get YVN Corday the you know the album of the year mm-hmm. and all that stuff. I think he got. I think the ceiling is high for him. He got the content is there. But I think he just got to find himself. He got to separate himself yeah. from everybody else. Because right now, he do sound like a poor man's J. Cole. He does. Mm-hmm. But 
I think his thing, I think once he keep going, I think he can separate himself from J. Cole and be YB, YBN Cordet. He needs to change that name, yeah, too. That yeah, too. He needs to change the name. That too. It to, might be too late now, but... Yeah. It's not fitting for his style of music to me. Yeah. It sounds like he's one of he the sound like he part Rich of that, Forever click. Mm-hmm. No, he's, he sounds <laughs> he sound like he with NBA Youngboy yes. or YFN Lucci. Y, or, and there's another rapper named YBN Namir. Yeah. Yeah. Is so, he with him, too? I don't think so, no, I don't, man. Really? What nah. do, what do I don't YBN know what YBN stand, stand for, but now I got to look it up. <laughs> yeah, I was supposed to do the same. Yeah, that, that name don't fit his content at all, man. Like, he probably, if he dropped them three letters, he'd probably be okay. If it Young was just- Boss Niggas. Okay, so they all aren't actually a group. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. It's Young Boss Niggas, American Hip Hop Collective formed by Nick Simmons, who goes by the name YBN Namir. So it's so kind of like an ASAP thing, okay. basically, so I guess. Made uh, no. So he made it? Namir made it up? Namir made it up. Okay. And Corday, I guess, is in his clique. But I, then, okay. and, in that case, I think he kind of does have to change it. Because now he's way bigger than YBN Namir. <laughs> At least ASAP Ferg ain't bigger than ASAP Rocky. Yeah. So it kind of makes more sense who for him start, to be ASAP. But, but he, uh, who started ASAP, though? Was it? It was Yams. Yeah, yeah. It was Yams. Yeah. 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 But Rocky did kind of surpass yes. everybody at the point because people thought he created mm-hmm. it. But Rocky was like, nah, I ain't, you know. Yeah. He kind of came in, I think, a little late. And there's a YBN Glizzy, too. Hmm. So it sounds like some Chicago niggas. Yeah, <laughs> where are they from? They're from Birmingham, Alabama. All of them? Yes. I thought Corday was from Chicago. Uh, now I'm looking up this day. I'm on the Damn. Wikipedia. Hey, I was to say you on yeah. It looks like they <laughs> met him. Well, it looks like they met on video games or some shit. This is some 2019 <laughs> shit, nah, man. Nah, nah, no, nah, uh, nah. YBN was born in Raleigh, North Carolina. Okay, Corday. Yeah, well, Corday. That would okay. make sense then, so, as far as the J Cole, um, you know. Yeah, yeah. Influence. And then, and then even, I, I mean, I, Ryan might roll roll his eyes at me when I say this, but it kind of got that little brother feel about yeah. it too. Yeah, I'm rolling my eyes. <laughs> yeah. <now. laughs> hey, hey, that's that North Carolina. <laughs> that's true. Um, yeah, yeah. Fair. I it get you. The, I get your your training. Yeah, thought I'm not. There. I get yeah, you. I'm not comparing, but that's that yeah. North Carolina. I guess. Juice, yeah, and it's funny because, um, like a uh, little brother kind of talked about that too. How they come from a place that's like technically kind of the south, it so is everybody the south. expects them to be rapping like North the other Carolina. southern niggas, yeah. yeah. But when they came up, they were like, nah, we just rap like the music we really liked and listened to, yeah. They the was more lyrical than New York, niggas. yes, definitely, <laughs> yeah. definitely. They probably, man, this is is this real that they met on Xbox Live, yes. <laughs> <laughs> they were playing oh, uh, Grand Theft Auto Five. Namir that, met Almighty J, who got his chain. Came out not yeah. that long ago, too. Yeah, Almighty J, who got his chain snatched on. Uh, and remember from uh, J oh, Prince from got J it back. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, that, oh, okay. They're all together now. I'm my eyes are open, man. I didn't Damn. know any of this shit. <laughs> I mean, I knew there I were a bunch of y, YBN guys, but I didn't know they were man. all associated to yeah. one another. It makes sense. They met. On I wonder Grand how Theft they all. Auto. I gotta check them all out because I like rubbing off the paint. Mm-hmm. I check them all out now. That's interesting, man. That's uh, but like this is how old I've gotten. I'm sure young <laughs> niggas are knew all this already. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know any of this, man. I didn't either. Wow. It's a lot of them. Yeah. YBN Almighty J, YBN Namir, YBN Glizzy, and YBN Corday. 
Oh, so, I, yeah, I'm on. I'm now. I'm kind of curious if they all rap like this, because if you put them together, so. okay, yeah, because if you put them together, it sounds like a like NBA young boy. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. Well, YBN Corday looks like he's older than them and have been rapping longer than them. Mm. This kind of sounds like a Odd Future type thing where I think Odd Future was genuine at first, but then you can tell the label got involved when people like Frank Ocean got in there. Yeah. Because I'm like, how did Frank Ocean, who's way older than these dudes yeah. and had been in the game probably way longer, <laughs> just join Odd Future suddenly? Yeah. It, was, it was barely in any of their projects and then went solo immediately. Oh, that's so, what you think? That's another conspiracy? I, I think that this might be just a label thing where it's like, hey, you've been rapping for a while. We like you. You're YBN Corday. Get with the YBNs over here. <laughs> and then that's how you're going to blow up. So, okay. I don't okay. know. But, but there's yeah. 10 of them. That's wild. Oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah. I'm intrigued. I'm, I'm about I, to dive in. I this Vader interview. I mean, I don't want to sound like the main guy because I don't know their relationship, but. He need to take off that YBN. Yeah. That's kind of throwing will. that's throwing the whole content off. He just need to go by Corday. I think he'll eventually uh, maybe he's going through his, you know, developmental phase. Yeah. And then I think maybe by the next album. There's nothing YBN about that album. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. Which one was Black China dating? Ooh. Oh, it might be the Was it Amir? Is it Namir, No, it maybe? was Almighty J, I think. Black, is that no, was, I gotta look. was yeah. that the black trying to be yeah. there? Like, God, it was damn. Almighty J. <laughs> that is that the uh, is that is that the guy she was with when um she got in the fight with the she with was the yeah. star with yeah. Almighty J. Yeah, okay. <laughs> this shit starting to tie all together, right? <laughs> My mind is like, I <laughs> 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 remember the one guy from the meme that was kind of like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we bait from the wire. From the wire. <laughs> That's my face right now. Yes. Interesting, interesting. Wow. Okay, we we can't stick on YBN no more. We we don't talk about them long enough. Yeah. Anyway, the album was good. If y'all like, you know, check solid hip hop, check it out. We recommend it. Um, other releases that came out this past week. Um, no guidance. E- we'll talk about that in a second. We'll talk about that in a second. Uh, Rick Ross dropped a song with Drake, "Gold Roses." Mm-hmm. Off the upcoming May, was it uh, Port of Miami Two? Port of Miami Two, yeah. Which I don't like that name. What? I think that's the last uh, that's... last ditch effort of a failing artist is to make a sequel a to their two, yes. to their first album, uh, classic yes. album. Only Jay Z gets away with it because he made Blueprint Two when he was in his prime. Yeah, <laughs> but anybody else only built for Cuban Links Two. Slim Shady LP two yeah twenty years later yes. yeah yeah you, you can't it's just a sign that you lost all it won't sound nothing like Port of Miami exactly yeah he ran out of names basically <laughs> but anyway that's yeah. beside the point we'll really read that out when it comes out but Gold Rose has dropped um do y'all like this song how do y'all feel about this Uh it was cool I haven't really been the biggest fan of these Drake and Ross features Why not? lately. I don't know. Like they you didn't just, like Money in the Grave? It grew on me, but it's not my favorite. Like, it's, it's not my favorite song. Like, okay. I don't know. I, I I don't know. I'm just not a fan lately. I'm not going to hype them up. Like, I really like them when I, they just all right. Okay. But uh, the Gold Roses song, it was cool. I, I appreciated the message. Like, I think it was overdue for Rick Ross. Like, this is something Rick Ross always raps about as far as giving him his roses while he's here. Mm-hmm. And people not not really, like, giving him that respect. But um, it was cool. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it's cool. I'll listen to it, but and again, <laughs> it's just whatever. Okay, yeah. I feel you. I like the song. It was just a little too long, and the way they long. the way they dropped it, mm-hmm. they dropped it like a. I guess I don't know if he dropped it like a single, but to me, um, it was just way too long, and um, I thought the beat was going to switch up a little bit towards the end. If it would have switched up, then I wouldn't have a problem with the length. But it was the same beat for five, six minutes. Mm-hmm. I think it was way too long, and um, I think I think I would appreciate it if they didn't drop it. If it was just on the album, and I ran across it, then I would appreciate it more. But the way they drop it, it was just way too long for me. But I thought it was I thought it was good. I liked it. I liked it too. Um, I was surprised it was as long as it is, especially in this streaming era with Old Town Road. I don't think we're going to talk about Old Town Road. We'll talk about that in a second because yeah. it did break the record, whatever. But um, it's a long song. I like it, though, man. I got to admit, I like the Drake and Rick Ross collaborations. Do you? I don't think mm-hmm. there's been one that I haven't liked. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think they should do a whole project together because I think that's a little too much. Mm-hmm. But just I think Drake, for whatever reason, he has his best chemistry with Rick Ross than any other artist to mm-hmm. me. You can argue with Chris Brown. You can argue some other ones he works with frequently, but I think with him and Rick Ross, it just plays off each other really well because Drake is a more lyrical one. Well, well, he's a more melodic one, but then uh, Rick Ross comes with the more street shit, you know? Yeah. So they kind of play off each other pretty well. They usually have great beats and great production whenever they do a song together. Mm -hmm. And I like the production on the song too. So I like the song, man. I don't know if I'm that hyped about Port Up Miami too, just because of it. But mm-hmm. I enjoyed the song, man. I thought it was good. And uh, hopefully they keep doing music for years to come because I do enjoy their collaborations. Yeah. Um, speaking of Drake, he also released a what he's calling Care Package, which is basically a bunch of singles, loose seeds, whatever you want to call them, from around 2009 era to now. All the songs like 5 a.m. in Toronto, uh, Free Spirit, uh, Girls Love Beyonce, all the singles he put out that weren't on albums, he mm-hmm. put them all together in one package and released them on streaming platforms. So, you know, we, we're not going to rate it like it's a new album, but how did it feel for y'all to revisit these songs? Do you think they still hold up? Oh, the memories. It was <laughs> great. I was I was not, like, I, someone told me about it. I wasn't aware Somebody told me about it like randomly during the middle of the day. Okay. And yeah, I think they still hold up. I think all of them are great. Like I I had forgotten. Uh, let me pull up the track list. I had forgotten about a few of them, to be honest, until the I just started listening. Yeah, yeah, the motion I forgot about. Um, Days and no. Uh, what was it? Club Paradise. It was nice to hear Club Paradise. Like uh, Free Spirit. I used to love Free Spirit. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Freshman year of college, man, <laughs> my goodness! But yeah, it Joe was to good. see with J Cole. I know you probably yeah, like that one. Yeah, I forgot about that song for sure. But I, it, I thought it was nice of him. Thanks, Drake, Aubrey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. To me, this was kind of like um, when you digging in the attic and you find this box of stuff. You like, oh yeah, I forgot about yeah. this. Mm-hmm. A whole bunch of different little toys or CDs and stuff. Oh, I forgot about this and. I think that's what it was. It kind of, um, yeah, it kind of just, I, I just skimmed through it a little bit. 
I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot about this song. Kind of turn it up a little bit, see how, how it still sound. Mm-hmm. So it was it was one of those albums. So I seen a lot of people talking about it like it was brand new. Yes. It was like, man, like you, if you really like these songs, you could have went back to uh, got, You could have downloaded songs. them, yes. Yeah, but, but I mean, I get it. It's on the streaming service now. Getting paid for it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, it was good to have all of them Lucy's on one I guess playlist or album. <laughs> I agree. Were, were some missing? I feel like, or what, is that all? Like, I don't know if that that was his biggest one. I feel like there were some missing for sure. It, it, it probably was. Yeah. This is kind of like his lost tapes. Yeah. yeah. So except um, I wouldn't even call it that because lost tapes were songs that weren't stuff, released. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. But yeah. all his stuff that he put out that he didn't do anything with. Yeah. yeah. Just kind of put them all together. Like B-sides, basically, or whatever you want to call yeah, it. Yeah, B-sides. They ain't really make the B-side, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> basically. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know. Like I said, the uh, the songs are all old, so I skipped through a lot of them. I do like Free Spirit a lot, going yes. back to my whole thing about the Rick Ross and Drake collaborations. But part of me just feels like this is why, in my opinion, Drake songs really not going to hold up like we think they are mm. in this era mm. because I go back and they're like, they're okay for the time, yeah. but I'm not going to ride around in 2019 bumping girls love Beyonce yeah. and all this other stuff. It seemed like very timely music to me. And mm. I feel like with Drake's music, we bump it really hard for a week and then we forget about it. Yeah. Same mm. thing with that biggest song off his last album with the new Orleans bounce. What was it called? Uh, 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 Kiki. Yeah. Kiki See, we already forgot the name. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking feelings. about the other. So, what's that shit called? In my feelings. In my feelings. Yeah. Yes. yeah. I was thinking about the other one um, with the Lauren sample. I already forgot about oh, that too. Nice for what? Yeah, that one too. Yeah. yeah. Is nice that nice for what? For what? Yeah. Okay. See, Jasmine, remember? Yeah. This song is good for summer. That's what I'm saying. They're here today, gone tomorrow, man. Yeah. And. I felt a little differently about So Far Gone, maybe because it came out during a special time in my life. (laughs) (laughs) Freshman year of college. It was a little, that one hit more to me just because I think the memories more so than the music being timeless. I think that's what all this music is because when Jasmine said the same thing, that uh, that song came out when I was in college. Yeah. I think all of his music kind of, you know, they played so much during the summer or throughout that whole year that people, I don't think it's like a down. This shit could be played for 40 years from now mm-hmm. and still be good. I think it's more about the, I remember where I was at during that time. Yes. I think that's what pe- people look at more than the actual product. <laughs> and that's why I think that Drake's place in hip hop really should be lower than what it will end up being. Yes, he will have all the numbers. He will have all the accolades. Is he the Beyonce of uh, hip-hop? Eesh, I would put him <laughs> even below. Because I think, there. Are, to be fair, and I know we've been harsh on Beyonce. Well, I kind of have. <laughs> and other people have as well on this podcast. But um, I do think she does have some songs that will last, stand the test of time. She made sure she had some songs yes. that would stand. Her recent her recent music, I think, will will just fade away. But her stuff from her prime years, Destiny's Child onwards, I think you cannot be alive during that time. Listen to it later, be like, oh, this is shit jams. Yeah. I, this, Michael Jackson dropped Thriller before any of us were born. 
Mm-hmm. But we still view that as a classic timeless album. It, it can still play yes. with no problem. I think I was like two years old when NWA dropped straight out of Compton. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it has no nostalgic value for me. I don't remember the streets of 89 yeah. during that time. <laughs> but it, it you could tell like this shit is classic. It bumps no matter what era you're in. Yeah. Drake songs, I don't think they do that, man. Some of I don't even want to say some of them because I really can't think of any Drake song that 20 years from now, some yeah. kid who's like 13 years old going to put on Take Care and yeah. really going to feel it like that. Yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah, the only one I can probably think of that I'm, I'm just throwing this out there. I'm not saying uh-huh. it is, but uh, the best I ever had. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that one. <laughs> I'll put that I, up there. I probably, probably have to listen to it some more. I think that song, I think a lot of people... Like genuine, genuinely, genuinely like that song. Yeah. For the I, simple fact, it's kind of like, oh, I got a girl, and mm-hmm. you're the best I ever had. I think that concept is, you know, I think that Time can last. I get yeah. You. Yeah. I uh I, I had to let y'all get that off because I I disagree wholeheartedly. <laughs> okay. Um, I, I think that I absolutely will listen to Drake from um years later, year, years down the line. I think I would definitely go back to Drake music. Like I don't know if it was just because of the air and like I grew up like y'all were equally saying like I grew up with him, mm-hmm. but I think Drake makes good music. Like like. This whole care package, it was just like, oh, yes, like I miss this song. Like, I still listen to it. I'll still sing it and jam it if I hear it or if I remember it. But I don't think that I'm not just not going to jam Drake or not like, you know, I I feel like the care package will be there when I'm riding around with my kids. Okay. Like, okay. <laughs> I th- yeah, I see. I think we got to wait for years to come to mm-hmm. have this real conversation and to see for real because. You could have did that with like B2K around that time. If B- yeah. B2K decided to drop some Lucy's. People would be like, oh yeah, I yes. remember that song. Yeah. Yes. But like right now, it, you can't you can't go back to them songs and be like, oh yeah, this is so timeless. Mm-hmm. Like, no, it sounds straight up like 2000s R&B. <laughs> <laughs> like, and and just like we, how we were saying um a couple seconds ago. You remember where you was at when that song came mm-hmm. out. You remember wh- what you was doing when Bump, Bump, Bump came out. Yes. So that's the only thing that song will bring to you. Grind it's, With Me by Pretty Ricky. Yeah. <laughs> stuff like that. Yeah. So, like, a lot of that stuff, um, I mean, it's hard to call it timeless because you only hear it when it's Throwback Thursday or something like yes. that. Yes. But, yeah, I, just, I don't know. I think we got to wait a little longer once Drake is... I don't want to say finished, but yeah, we got to wait for some years because this was only 10 years ago. Yes. <laughs> so it's still, the music's somewhat still sound the same. I agree. I agree. Um, and I do think, like going back to Jasmine's point even, like I understand, you know, we will listen to Drake's music with a fondness in our heart because we'll remember our youth growing up, going through different things, maybe um, one of his songs correlated with the relationship we're going through as well. So we're like, I feel that one, especially now. Yeah. But I do wonder, like, for example, 
if these songs were that great and timeless, we wouldn't have forgotten about them. I think mm. I no. think they'd still be that's playing. A, that's a, yeah. Because yeah. you still hear some Lauren Hill. Exactly. Yeah. You still hear Biggie Give Me One More Chance. Yes. Yeah. You, you still hear certain songs like that that would never go out of rotation. Yes. And by the way, the One More Chance, the version that's popular, was not on the Ready to Die album. <laughs> by the way, that was a remix. That was kind of a yeah. loose too, but we didn't forget about that. Yeah. yeah. You know what? And that's crazy that you say that because now, like, thinking about it, some of the songs that we do that I do hear quite often are like one dance or like mm-hmm. um hold on we're going home yeah. or songs that, like that's, that. That's, like, that's, a, yeah. that's a good song. That's a song that'll probably be around for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a, yeah, but um yeah, I don't know. I think it was. I think it's more of a memory thing. That oh yeah, I forgot about this. I agree. You know how you find an old mixtape mm-hmm. and you put it in. You're like, damn, I forgot <laughs> about this song. Forgot, yeah. what, yeah. what happened to this artist? You're DJ Unk, <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, oh yeah, yeah. I think that's what this was. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Um, but yeah, shout out to Drake though. I mean, it was smart, smart move. Very Put smart. something out during the summer. I think he did say he is in album mode, so he probably will drop something at some point this year. But smart to have something, you know, bump during the summer. Mm-hmm. Um, so what else? Cause we already spent a lot of time on new releases. So let's just skip to the Chris Brown video. Okay. <laughs> okay. Chris Brown put out a video uh for no guidance with Drake. Um, this video is like nine minutes long <laughs> is a concept of Drake all dressed. I'm not Drake of uh, Chris Brown dressed up in his blood uniform, basically <laughs> um, his blood uniform. Yes. Having a dance off with Drake. And then Drake kind of makes fun of himself because he dances really badly and everybody leaves his side. And then Chris Brown kind of wins it. So mm-hmm. number one, I have a question. What's going on with Chris Brown's hair, Jasmine? Um, you know, I can't say that I'm a fan. <laughs> what is this look I, I, I can't say that I'm a fan. I can't. I I don't know. I I, I no comment. <laughs> <laughs> You're still hit though. Yeah, of course. Oh uh, yeah, of course. But uh, <laughs> but aside from his hair, what did y'all think about the video? I thought the video was amazing. I loved it. Um, Chris hits us with the dance moves every time. I don't. I think. Do y'all think Chris Brown will ever get too old as to where he needs to stop dancing? Yes. <laughs> Do you not think that he's that old now? He's not, what is it, like he's early like 30s? He's 31. Yeah, he got time. He, he got time. Uh, okay. Yeah. He, I don't think he'll be doing the backflips, but but I think when he hit 35, he'll stop doing backflips and all the cartwheels and all that yeah. shit. But yeah. I, I think he'll keep, Michael Jackson was dancing at 50. He was still dancing. That's you know? true. So, right before yeah. he died. Exactly. I guess, maybe, I guess, like the maturity of the dance moves. I agree. He, like what he did in the video, I think he'll still be doing. Yeah. But he won't be back flipping the March Madness and nothing like that. Man, yeah. epic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that was his He'll still oh do his thing. Let's not get into that now. But anyways, I thought that the video was great. The acting was amazing. Drake, that little kid. I don't know where they got that little kid from. I feel like he's been in other Drake videos before. But he was. I thought he was funny. Like mm-hmm. he brought... A lot to the video too, so shout out to him. And mm. Chris Brown didn't seem like he was acting. He seemed like he like naturally thought that Drake was corny <laughs> as hell. So, but I just thought I thought it was a good video. Yeah. But Drake, but we can't forget we were talking about Drake's um, acting credentials and skills. Chris Brown is an actor too, so don't don't. What was he in? What, yeah, he was, was in Stomp the Yard. He was in oh, This he Christmas. Was. He okay. was in. Oh yeah, that's. He right. was in Think Like a Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
He's don't ass. play. Don't I'm about play. Say all, the, all the black Tyler Perry movies. Yeah. Nah. Don't play that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I've even seen Stomp the Yard. I gotta look at it. Was he good in that? I was don't he only, remember that. He movie. died for like five minutes. Yeah, did, That's did, he right. get, did he get? He died, but they were like yeah, flashback I was about to say, did he get killed? They were like Drake, flashback scenes. Don't don't play him. Drake did oh five seasons of a TV show. Okay, let's <laughs> yeah. answer as a lie. kid. Yes. <laughs> uh, think what you think about the video, man. Um, I thought the pretty was pretty. Uh, it was real entertaining, well produced. Yeah, it, it's funny because um, we talked about looking at older stuff. Back in the day, back in 2000s, this video looked so crispy clean compared to like videos back in the day. So I was kind of impressed with that. But anyway, um, I thought the I thought the video was pretty good. I like I like the whole rollout to oh that nigga here or that's him. Let me go meet with him. Mm-hmm. So it kind of it kind of got me thinking about the whole beef when they had the, when they had the beef. Yeah. I think this would have been so much doper if we didn't know they made up. That's true. If they, you know, mm-hmm. if if we had no idea they was doing music and all that stuff, and we hear about them dropping a the song, but we don't know, and then they just dropped the video at the same day they dropped the song. That would have been clean. That would have been dope, seeing them together for the first time in a long time like that. I, I thought that would have been dope, but I don't know. That's just me. But outside of that, I thought it was dope. Uh, I I enjoy Drake seeing Drake act like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I think he's like an underrated talent who can actually do stuff like that. With him hosting the ESPYS, I thought that I thought he did a good job. Um, he pretty he low key funny. He he yes. kind of got that dry humor. Mm-hmm. I, I want to see Drake do do way more stuff like that. I think um, yeah he was good on SNL. I think. I, I, I want to see him do more stuff like that instead of just music. Yeah. Um, I like the video as well. Um, I do think Drake's a pretty good actor. I think he's going to wait on acting because I think he's more focused on getting out all the music while he's still hot. You know, you can't last forever as a top five rapper, but you can last forever as a top five actor. So mm-hmm. if you want to get into the acting game, and I think he will, he's talked about wanting to get back into it. But I think with tours, albums, all this stuff, he's just too busy now. I think yeah. he'll eventually go that route. Yeah, I, and I don't blame him. Like, don't quit while you hot. Yeah, yeah. That I mean, that's what as Kanye said. That's where May screwed up. Exactly. So yeah, I feel him while he's doing this. But I, I want to see Drake, you know, producing his own sh- some type of funny show or yeah. being. I, I want to see more of that. I think he will. Um, I do think he's a funny guy. I think. He is funny when he I I like the humble make fun of himself Drake. Yeah. Honestly. I think sometimes he gets caught up in thinking he's too cool to do certain shit. It kind of seems like I don't like the tough guy role. I don't either. I I get you hang around Jay Prince all the time. Yeah. You you talk about mob ties and shit. We get it, but we knew how you grew up, man. So it's not like it just always seemed kind of fake to me. I get that you probably do live that way now, but just on the outside, it's like, man, come on. You was this, in the is, this is like LeBron going to the heat, trying to play the villain. Yes. Yeah. Like, it don't fit you, man. Yeah. You ain't got to do that. Like, yeah. So I like the, the poke fun of himself. Drake, the more humble, relatable Drake, rather than the knowing the, I can't dance. Yes. Knowing I'm lightweight, cheesy. Exactly. Let me embrace it. I like that, that part of Drake. So pause. So, um, <laughs> I like the video, man. And it was a cool little collaboration. I don't like the Chris Brown hair. 
Like that really distracted me, honestly. <laughs> I don't know what he's doing. It distracts you from the uh, video. The whole, and then the whole, okay. Him being the blood. Yes, man. When, <laughs> when is this going to stop? When is this going to stop, dog? Like how long is Chris Brown going to act like he's MOB over here? Like he's Paru Brown. Chris, whatever <laughs> what you talk about. Like when is he going to stop this whole, I'm a blood, I got to dress in red with a red headband like Tupac back in the 90s. Yeah. When is this going to stop, man? He's what, thirty uh, something years old? <laughs> Come on, man. How long can you act like you gangbanging for? Do you think R and B people have more of a um I guess more of a chip on their shoulder about to prove being they tough? Are? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, because we see a lot we see a lot of this with R and B people now. Like R and B people don't mind trying to fight and, you know, be this tough guy. But I think that's what it is. Because because remember he from Virginia right? He grew up in yes. Virginia. He came up under uh, Trey songs. Yes. Yeah. So it, it just threw me off when him and Soldier Boy had the whole beef, mm-hmm. and they both was from talking about the hood in L.A. That that shit just threw me all the way off. So I think and going back to your point about playing the tough guy role, um, like Drake kind of does, or going back to what LeBron did playing the villain. I think that's what happened to Chris Brown. I think he was painted as a villain so much that he Try felt like he had it. to become that and embrace that, mm. but he went too far. <laughs> the he gang like shit, he went too far with it. Yeah. The, the gang shit, like, okay, we knew how you, you was doing double commercials <laughs> 10 years ago. You was all over MTV, pop locking him, dropping it, and now you this hardcore Pyru Chris, whatever you want to call yourself. And see, I think that mindset you just said, what you just said, I think that's the reason why he's going extra hard. Yes. Because, you know, he got got that in his back pocket of, you know, yeah, I used to do this. I was, you know, pop locking and dropping it. (laughs) So now I'm this tough guy from L.A. You know, I'm a blood from L.A., so I got to Put on this role now. It went too Cause far. Because y'all trying man. to blame me. Yeah. It went too far. Just because a nigga can sing high notes <laughs> and dance. <laughs> y'all think shit sweet over here? It went too far, man. I think the video would have been better if he didn't have to be all blooded out with the colors and the fucking looking like he Suge Knight in 1996 or whatever. <laughs> but um, besides that, it was a good video, man. I enjoyed it. Um, now we got to talk about the tweet. Nah. <laughs> we have to talk about the tweet because the tweet, look, it, it, it blew up. Okay. It got 61,000 retweets and 305,000 likes. So a Twitter user by the name of Kells quoted a picture from Chris Brown with uh, him and Drake standing together on the set of the music video. And he tweeted, remember how Drake literally took Rihanna's moment for winning an award to confess his undying love for her just to link up with her abuser when they didn't work out. Lame boy shit, ugly boy shit. Jasmine. Didn't we talk about this? We might've, but now we've got to bring it up again because now it's it's coming back. Uh, So I think that's annoying because I didn't even think about that. Like I I still hold the same opinion. Like I didn't, I don't, that didn't cross my mind one time. Like the whole Rihanna situation was not, I just immediately saw them and thought, Oh, we about to get some music soon. Like, or yeah, like just happy that we not beefing over something that is no longer relevant to either one of you. She has moved on. She is 
Rihanna damn near married. Like, the, like I, I was just excited to see them get together and make some music. So I think he was just looking, reaching, and okay. bored with life because nobody was thinking that way. Well, we got a lot of traction, so I yeah. think some people were thinking that way. But do you really think this has nothing to do with Rihanna? You think they're really both over her, especially Drake? No, I don't think Drake is over her at all. I don't think I don't think Chris Brown is. I think Chris Brown is over her in the sense that he knows he's not gonna get her anymore. I think yeah. Drake is bitterly not over her. Mm-hmm. Like, but I don't think that. I don't know. I don't think that Chris Brown's motive is let me get at Rihanna. So let me put it like this. Okay? <laughs> Maybe Drake, but I don't it- think Chris Brown's motive is let me get at Rihanna. I think he be pressed for Karuchi still more than anything. That's true. Good point. Yeah. So let me put it like this. Do you think, because by all accounts, Rihanna and Drake aren't cool no more. Yeah. No, We don't know how uncool they are, but we just know they don't fuck with each other no more. Yeah. So if Drake and Rihanna were still cool and still good friends, do you still think that Drake would have done this feature and this video with Chris Brown? Yeah. Okay. Because Rihanna herself did music with Chris Brown after all that situation occurred. So why not? And Rihanna's done music with, like, no, I don't. Okay. I don't think that plays a factor. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Figgy, yeah. what are your thoughts on this I controversial think, take? Um, I think it's a. I think it's a bit of a reach. I would understand it if um, Rihanna never got back with Chris Brown or never had any type of contact contact or anything with Chris Brown since that incident. But they kind of. I want to say they um, squashed it for a little bit, but they did do songs together. And they were together. Cor- yeah, they were cor- w- even cordial at yeah. one point in time. I thought, I thought for a minute they got back together. They, they at least did. tried. Yeah, yeah. After the whole, you know, Rihanna incident. But um, to me, I think that was a bit of a reach because they did, you know, they did get back together, <laughs> and I guess for whatever reason it didn't work out. So yeah. now they're not cool. This to me, this is a classic case of um when your sister or somebody break up with her boyfriend so you can't be cool with the boyfriend at all or say anything <laughs> to him but when she get back together then y'all can talk and all that other stuff yeah but then when they decide to you know just split apart you know nah you wrong for even saying something to him more. yeah and I mean even if it's some type of business you can't do business with him no more yeah okay so I think to me that that's what it remind me of so I you know, it'd be one thing if Rihanna never had contact with Chris Brown again. Mm-hmm. And, you know, yeah, Drake would look like a, you know, fool for, you know, doing that. Yeah. Especially if she felt some type of way about that. Oh, yeah, I think so, too. But she's, they kind of squashed it. They was cool after that. Okay. So that's, that's the only, that's the only reason I'm not really buying it. Yeah. I have to bring up a counterpoint. Um, just to be fair, I think we all know somebody who was in an abusive relationship with somebody else and they made up, they were cool for a while, but then years later, after being separated from the situation, you realize, wow, he really did abuse me and treat me like shit. I can Tina work together the entire time he was abusing her. And to everybody on the outside, you know, not everybody, but to some people, the public's eye, we all saw them as a happy married couple working together, 
doing all this stuff, and then years later it comes out like you know she admits all this stuff about Ike Turner. Yeah. Um, I don't know how much Brown has talked about it. My memory's kind of bad, but I do believe she has spoken on it years after and did say that she was abused in this relationship. I could be wrong. I might have to fact check, but I do think she later on, on she minutes, did. Right? She did say she did not act like everything was cool with Chris Brown. I'll put it like that. Have so go ahead. Have you? Okay. So yeah, yes, she did. Mm-hmm. And she also went on Oprah and opened, she did go on. Oprah. Yeah. And say that, you know, it that she played a part and it was, un, she felt unfair that he was getting attacked because you know, he, obviously he did wrong, but she felt bad for him being so, like, scrutinized. And she knew what the situation, and she knew that he was getting all of the blame. And then on his documentary, uh, if you watch it on Netflix or whatever, it's on there now after I spent $40 to go see it, but whatever. <laughs> mm, man. Um, wait, on, 40 bucks to see a documentary? I saw it twice. Oh, okay. That, wait, $20? It was, yeah, exactly. Was it an IMAX 3D? No. <laughs> what the? I don't want to talk about it. I'm going to say, did you go to iPick? No, oh, I didn't. I know you went to iPick. I didn't. I want to talk about it. Uh. But anyways, yeah, and he talked about it on his uh, documentary how um, they were both, yeah, they were just in an abusive relationship back and forth. But then after that, they got together whenever that he was going back and forth with Karuchi and her. And then even after that, they were cordial after that. And they've made music over time in that, like, I don't think that... Chris Brown is really tripping like that and trying to be manipulative, like evil I don't to think get Chris, back at her. I don't think Chris Brown is, but I'm asking if Drake might be, yeah. honestly. That's see, my question. That's what I was about to get to. Um, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if Drake was doing that to troll Rihanna yeah. because for whatever reason, I don't think Drake, the one that broke it off with Rihanna. No, no of Rih- course not. Rihanna, <laughs> look, Rihanna is a queen. She yeah. moved different. If you tweet the wrong thing, she will block your ass. So I think I think he kind of fucked up with Rihanna because um, I think if anybody I think Drake would probably marry Rihanna if he could. He brought that up on the LeBron interview. Yeah, he was gonna he wanted he thought they were gonna have what did he say? He basically thought like like he he was basically making the the point that he didn't have a child with who he thought he was gonna have a child with. Yeah, and he said if it was Rihanna, it would be different. Yeah. But since yeah. it was with her, you know, uh, uh, he just felt bad about it. So, yeah, but he yeah. did drop that in there. Yeah. So I think um, I think he really missed. He fucked up with that one. Yeah. Like, look at it now. She ain't even got to drop no music. Yeah. And she rich as fuck. They Pro- could have been the new age Jay-Z and Beyonce. Exactly. Exactly. So um, I think he kind of fucked up with that. So I wouldn't be surprised if he was trying to do some shit with Chris Brown that piss her off a little bit kind of like two exes getting together yes to try to be like hey look we cool now yeah that type of thing so i wouldn't be surprised but i wouldn't i want to sit there and put the oh you back with you cool with her abuser card yeah because they you know like yeah she was abused but they made up they they had a relationship afterwards not like a not like a we still in a relationship i'm getting abused type Mm -hmm. of relationship they, you know, they kind of squashed it and made some more music and do that stuff. So why can't he? I, I mean, I don't think, well, to, the way this is worded, it kind of makes Chris Brown a villain, villain too. 
And that yeah. whole, we're not going to get into the whole Rihanna versus Chris Brown thing. That's been talked about to death. But um, I do think that Drake is, I'm not saying he did this collaboration. He is a businessman after all. Yeah, He's only going to do things that make sense. And, and he got to do something with Drake. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he can't turn that down. So Drake, I think he did want to do this for business motives, but I do disagree. I do think that if he was cool with Rihanna, he would not have done this with Chris Brown. Probably Honestly. not. I agree with that. And mm-hmm. I don't think Rihanna hates Chris Brown. I don't know how they have their relationship going right now. But I do think out of just general respect, he would not have done this video with Chris Brown in this song with Chris Brown if he was still cool with Rihanna. Yeah. I agree with so, that. And I think Rihanna, during that time when she did get back with Chris Brown and he mm-hmm. did the uh, the cake remix and all that shit, yeah. I think Rihanna was kind of using Chris Brown yeah, because she was at that point, she was kind of that bad girl. Mm-hmm. She was cussing in her music more and all this other stuff. She she became that that I don't give a fuck type of Rihanna. That's when she she was kind of branding herself as that. Now, I don't think she need that. Yeah. So what she need to be cool with Chris Brown for? Mm-hmm. You know I mean? agree. She on a whole different level. So being cool with Chris Brown, if anything, that might mess up her her cloth a little bit. I agree. Dealing with a firecracker like that. And I mean, going back to when it happened, like you're still in love with the person. So you're going to see things differently than you do now. Like I said, I don't want to get too much into it because I don't know how they feel about each other now. But I just know from personal experiences, when you're in love with somebody, you excuse a lot of things that looking back, you know, you shouldn't have excused. Mm -hmm. Not saying who's at fault, who's right, wrong, whatever. But we know the pictures came out. We know what it looked like. So, yeah. Yeah. But I do think there's a little bit of pettiness there. Just me. I could be I can, wrong. I can see but... it on Dre part, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I just I just hate the people that's trying to put the whole, oh, Drake trying to get back with their abuser. That's yeah. so... Yeah. Like, I don't even think people are really thinking about it from that point. Yeah. Or if anything, Drake is doing that because that's her ex. I wouldn't put that the whole yeah because he's, he's getting back with an yeah, abuser. I agree. I agree to that point. I think yeah. it's more so like, hey, I'm with your ex. Yeah, we're cool now. Yes, that type of thing, especially with them beefing at one point. Exactly. So yeah. Um, but Chris Brown stance did come to fight in these mentions. <laughs> of course, so. <laughs> I saw Jasmine under the comments. I saw her. I saw her under an alias. <laughs> but uh, it's all good. Chitty chitty bass going in. <laughs> Did anybody listen to any of the new releases? I know Big Sean. Oh, yeah, I did hear that Big Sean single. Yeah. Did, yeah. How do you feel about I it? I thought that was interesting that Janae was singing vocal backgrounds in a song called Single Again. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how to feel. You know how I feel about Janae. And I don't know if I'm supposed to be mad at him or what are we doing, girl? Like, Is she? Is he back with, uh, I guess he's not Ariana? back with Ariana. I don't think so either. They were singing together at, yeah. that, at one point, but yeah. that died occasions. down real quick. I don't I don't know what that was about. Maybe there's music coming. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know how to feel. I love Janae, and I just she's playing with my, our, her fans' emotions right now. I, I feel like there's a 2088, too, coming, though. Okay. Okay. I don't know enough about the Big Sean Janae yeah. thing going on. This to is even our comment this is our insider. Yes. Yes. This is our insider. Jasmine, you got to break it down for us. So, well, mm-hmm. what, what's going on with them? How did they break up? And who's this 
supposed to be a blame. I have no idea when they broke up. They were very like trying to be secretive about their breakup or mm-hmm. like not really put it out there that they had broken up and just keep it very casual, I guess. But I'm almost positive that he was the reason for it. Okay. Um, I don't know if he cheated. I'm not. It felt like he cheated, but I don't really know. Like they never really confirmed and. Or like she she kept denying that they had broken up, but mm-hmm. then eventually it was what it was and they couldn't hide it anymore. And he was seen with Ariana and all that. So so wait, if, if you think he broke up with her. No, why, I don't know. Or, that. or you think that he cheated on her. I think that why would he, she act like they were still together because she had gotten I think because she had gotten that tattoo of okay. his face. And then she down I that think hill. that. <laughs> She, I don't know. I don't want to speak on things I don't know, but like I just felt like she was just more. She didn't want to deal with people's negativity. Okay, maybe so, and just keep it <laughs> to themselves versus like it ain't nobody business yeah. anybody anyway. Like we really she, don't know what's going on, so I feel like she was just she's just the type of artist that don't really put herself out there like that unless you want to. She was straight about to get that negativity. Yeah. Because yeah. she got a clown for well, getting that tattoo. It. Yeah. And then. And then nigga break up with you or cheat on you. And you still got that nigga tatted. His whole face. Yes. And maybe. And let me not say she was denying that they had broken up. But she w- she was denying that she they had broken up because, and because she had gotten the tattoo covered. She was saying like she just did it because she wanted to. Not because they broke up or anything oh, okay, like that. Okay. I see. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with them, honestly. Like, I know that they're not together. They, she made the song triggered, and yeah. but then Joe pointed out how she also commented on his page, like praising him and yes. used the word trigger several times. So, like, that made me feel away, like, because I didn't think she was, I don't know. I just didn't feel like she was an industry type of person, mm-hmm. but that seemed very industry like. It, it seemed like, it seemed like they going for the Beyonce, Jay Z. Four 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 type oh, no. thing. I don't yeah. know. I don't. Although it might be pretty good, them two. Yeah, I if think they do it, something like that. I feel like it's pretty genuine. It's just like all of. I feel like it's pretty just natural, and that's why it's so all over the place because it's very what's happening with them is very genuine, okay. and like that's why you, I I guess that's why I feel like I don't know what's going. Like I don't know how to feel because they may not either. I don't know, but I, they were very. She like after that song too, which confused everybody. <laughs> and she put posted a picture, and they were together, and they were mm-hmm. cool talking. So yeah. I, I, and he's always said that they're cool. And then like now that she's on these vocals, like I just think that there's another 2088 coming too. Could be. Yeah. Now I have to be fair. In my experience, whenever there's a breakup and the woman denies it, it's usually because of something she did. You mm. think? Honestly, because I feel like if he cheated. She would have cut off. She might have not made the announcement that we're broken up, but she wouldn't have entertained the idea that they were still together. But she like also deleted all of his pictures. She she, also like different things like that, like like insinuated that he was the reason for the breakup more so than anything. But then she posted another picture of them together like it was all good. Right. After the song. Yeah. I'm I'm just saying. So maybe so maybe. Um. Do y'all think something happened for them to Beyonce break up? Beyonce did not make any of these kind of moves when Jay cheated. <laughs> you did not hear anything from her about still promoting Jay-Z projects 
or still commenting. I know she don't comment anyway, but there was no confusion about really what like happened we still when it good. happened. Exactly. But and I don't I'm not saying she cheated. I'm just saying maybe he got tired of her. Like the Amber Rose thing kinda. Cause Amber Rose was trying to defend the fact she was acting for a while like I still think me and twenty one are meant to be and I still think we're gonna be together. So I don't think we're broken up yet. Yeah. But then the word came down. She tried to fuck his friend or whatever. So, uh, I mean, and then 21 never, ever even insinuated that they were still together. Yeah. So I just feel like I'm not saying she cheated. Maybe he she did something goofy. He's maybe just they tired just of her. Both, yeah. Maybe yeah. they both just maybe he broke split. it up and then she wants to get back with him. I don't know. But I'm just yeah. saying I think the relationship maybe got toxic after a while it could be probably just arguing and you know how the one dude say you know i'm done yeah and really yeah. be done and she you know trying to save it a little bit yeah janae so, seemed like a really annoying person she seemed crazy as hell. yes she seemed crazy she's talented but i just think she's an annoying she person. too good looking to not be crazy yes uh, what <laughs> no. what does that even mean what is that good looking women be crazy and not even just that she's like <laughs> This pseudo hippie type of chick sometimes, but then she act like a hood rat sometimes, and then she act like she she Get, you can have that crazy incense. personality. Yeah, <laughs> no, what? she don't use What's deodorant. Wrong with incense? <laughs> yeah, she don't, she don't, she don't use real soap. <laughs> she just yes. use she just wash up in Fiji water. She, she oh only drink gosh. alkaline water. <laughs> That's pH balance eight point eighty eight or whatever. <laughs> yes. Yeah, she's saying crazy. She probably was like, no, you're not breaking up with me. Yes. Uh, yes, I am. We have to do a, uh, a Hold my beer. <laughs> Let me take a picture with Ariana. <laughs> she's in her house lighting candles and shit. You think he was okay with her getting that picture? That's how I, would, I would hope not. He probably was like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Why the fuck did you do that? You think? I almost feel like that's the last ditch effort of somebody who's trying to keep things together. <laughs> Cause that's what to niggas do. Yes, that's, that's what niggas, niggas do. do that all the time. Yes, they get their girl tatted on them when so they know cheat it's real, or when <laughs> something happens and they fuck up. That's wild. Yeah, I'm just saying. No, yeah, that is. So that is wild. Mm. So we might uncovering some shit. I'm saying, man, like I can yeah. peep these things out when it's the guy's fault. Women act different. Uh-huh. Yeah, and see, it'd different. be one thing because I don't think he got any tattoos of her. Or yeah, no, nah. no name or nothing like I don't that. Think so. That's scary for a dude. Yes. Like if if I was talking to a girl, just dating a girl, and she got a tattoo of me on her. That is kind of that's scary. That's yeah. That's that's very scary. Yes. And that could honestly run a dude away. Yes. Because I was I was talking to somebody before, and she kept bringing up marriage. She kept saying she want to be married by twenty five. She want to be um. She want to have kids before. 24 and all this other stuff mm. that scared me away i'm like i don't know because i'm not thinking about that all the time i don't need nobody trying to pressure me into you know marriage yes. because you want to get married by a certain age so i, I don't know i could yeah tattoos that could scare do do the way yes. especially if it's not talked about if it's their it would be one thing if it was just his name but it was his face yeah, even, that's weird. Yeah, even the name. Like, unless both of y'all decide to get each other's name, then okay, I get it. Mm-hmm. But if she pop up, like, look, look what I did, bae. Well, I think that would only be a red flag if y'all had only been dating for a few months. 
if you've been together with a girl for years and she got her name tatted, that would still be yeah. weird to me, but I would understand but, it more because yeah. we've been and together for a how long have they been together? Good question. Uh, how, have they, they been together all, for years to the point where she could do something like that? They've been... It's. I think it's been complicated. That like, but it's been over a years years of time. Okay, like, I was about to say. I don't th- officially maybe not years, but like off and on. Yeah. See, her getting that tattoo. Wrong that's not type of thing. That's not. That's not enough time to get a tattoo. Yeah. Of somebody, you got to be you. five plus years. Uh, I get. I give a celebrity maybe four years. Mm-hmm. Celebrities could do whatever they want, but. Yeah, her time that wasn't enough time to do all that. I agree. <laughs> Jasmine. I think like that's that. why a lot I think that's why a lot of people that's why we all clowned her for that too, because it's kinda like, what? Like, bitch, you crazy. Yes. <laughs> you got a, a, a nigga whole head? <laughs> yeah, Janae just crazy to me, honestly. I, I feel like she's... I love her. I don't know. She cute, though, man. She is hot. She, yeah. I did see... The first time I saw her was at Nas's show. She opened for him before she got, like, really big. Mm-hmm. And even then, she annoyed me. <gasps> she was, was she on barefoot? stage. Yes, yeah, she was on stage <laughs> with no shoes on. <laughs> what? Yes, yeah, singing Tupac songs. I'm like, ugh. <laughs> but uh, oh my gosh, she was really barefoot. Yes, yes, I love she's her. on that vibe. She's, she's on that vibe. All right, she's... we'll see. Well, Jasmine, our um, big Sean and Janae informant, will keep us updated on any uh, developments in here going because I'm interested now. Yeah, me too. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I talk myself into caring about it. <laughs> so, uh, I know Jasmine hates this podcast too because we done shit it on Chris Brown and Janae <laughs> yeah. in a matter of 30 minutes. Yeah, um, what about what a bro knows? So we can just keep the hate going, yeah, you know? Fuck it. Let's just go yeah. ahead and get into that. <laughs> so, um, um, what I, I have oh, some stuff dang. here. Oh yeah. Um, let's talk about this. I don't know who posted this screenshot. It was from the Shade Room. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a conversation, uh, a text conversation, presumably b- between a man and woman. Um, one reply says, "You free to go? Go out slash hang oh, out." Yeah. Somebody says, "Hang out to do what?" <laughs> I guess the guy says, go to the mall or something. I'm going to be out in Long Island grabbing things for a trip. Figure I see you if if you're not busy. And she texts back, LOL, I'm grown AF. I'm not hanging out in the mall with a man unless he buying me something. (laughs) So, Jasmine, I will let you go ahead first and defend your fellow woman here. I think. I'm not going to defend her. I think she jumped the gun because, first of all, how do you know he's not going to buy you something if y'all going to the mall? True. So you kind of fucked that up for yourself. Like, why would you just go to the mall just to, like, Like, presumably let's get something to eat? Yeah, Yeah. like, I would imagine that there was going to be more entailed. I would hope there was more entailed in the day than just going to the mall. And then, too, if he's asking you to go to the mall because he needs to get things for the trip, I'm thinking that he's probably going to buy you some things in the process of you going to the mall. If he's not, then that's your choice to leave that nigga in the mall at that point in time. (laughs) (laughs) But, But, yeah, I think she, like, she she was a little too um, aggressive. Yes. (laughs) I think... I think it's a red flag with her saying, like, he clearly said, um, go to the mall or something. So to me, it looked like he was 
in her area. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he wanted to link up for a little bit to see her. So not necessarily, you know, it being a 16-year-old be walking around the mall and not doing shit. So I think he was just pulling up in Long Island to say, hey, what's up? You want to meet up at the mall or something? Mm-hmm. Uh, I figure I see you since I'm, you know, grabbing a couple things. So I, I agree with Jasmine. I think she jumped the gun way too quick because he said go to the mall or something. Yeah. Or something yeah. could have been anything. Yeah. But um, I think she jumped the gun way too quick. But it kind of, to me, I, I guess I want to throw it to Jasmine on this. Mm-hmm. What is the best way to, I guess, see a girl? Or, you know what I mean? Like, without just going out to eat. I mean, what's the best way if somebody wanted to see you? Yeah. Like, what's the best way to say it? Because the same, like, he said it pretty cool to me. Mm-hmm. It was, he, you know, he wasn't trying to be too extra. He just wanted to see her. Yeah. So what's the best way to do that? And she, she jumped, I mean, with her saying, you know, I'm not going to let somebody buy me something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so what's the best way for a dude to approach a girl about seeing her? Um, I... Honestly, I didn't think there was anything wrong with that. I thought uh, that was cool. Like, uh, yeah. Um, so is it her? <laughs> yeah, I think it was her in that situation. I don't think there was anything really wrong with what he said. I think just asking her, like, what you know, what you doing? And if she's not feeling you, then I, she either going to bullshit you or she's going to let you know straight up. Like, I just don't want to go out with you. <laughs> like, just ask her to do something. Other than if you mean in, like, an activity other than eating, then that's up. I feel like that's on you to figure out what it is that she likes and she doesn't like and then at that point you need to be asking her along her interest but oh as far god. as what'd you say i said oh my god <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, but go as ahead. far as um you know like i didn't see anything wrong with his approach i didn't think there like i don't have another tactic for you like that was cool <laughs> so okay number one with this conversation um this chick is just not feeling this dude period because yeah. her first reply was some standoffish, goofy shit. Yeah. When a guy says, Are you free to go hang out? And she says, hang out to do what? Yeah. That's already like, oh, prove prove yeah. to me, you lower being, why <laughs> you are why worthy of, of hanging out with me and using up my time. So mm-hmm. this dude gets an A for effort, I guess. But he should have read from the beginning. Like, her attitude was just off from the get-go. And if she had a reply like, I'm not going to hang out unless you buy me something, that means that you probably just a side dude to her at best. Mm-hmm. You are not somebody who's going to be her main choice. So yeah. he just got to move on after this. Yeah. Yeah. I think I also would be interested to know, like, the timeline of this, this, uh, I don't want to call it a relationship, but mm-hmm. the timeline of the relationship, like, how long have they known each other? Yeah, it seems like they just... Is there history there? Did y'all just meet? Like, is it an ex that's hitting you up like this? Like... I think it's some... She probably got... uh, He probably got her number somehow. I don't know how, but got her number. And now he, you know, on his way to her area. Mm -hmm. So he said, hey, I'm in the area. You know, you want to hang out? And because with her saying hang out to do what? Yeah. yeah. To me, that's something that's kind of like, man, like, what you want to hang out yeah. with me for? All we do is text, text. say, hey, what you doing? Mm-hmm. And, oh, my day is fine. What about yours type thing? Or, like, and not, whoa, you want to hang out. 
Or it could be a situation as to where they done talk before and he she he hitting her up like, Hey, what you doing? And and he like, Oh, well let's hang out like he ain't ever fucked her over before and she like, Well, hang out to do what, nigga? Like, <laughs> I don't wanna hang out with you. I don't know what the context <laughs> was, but that it, that could be possible too. You never know. Yeah. Now going to the greater point of how you ask somebody to hang out, I would kind of go against what Jasmine said about you need to go with somebody's interests. Because <laughs> to be honest, half the time y'all don't even know what the fuck y'all want to do. Actually, most of the time y'all don't know yeah. what y'all want to do. And if we ask to do something that you do all the time already, you're probably going to be like, I don't feel like it today. Yeah. So I almost mm-hmm. feel like with the do, you just have to have these extra activities in your back pocket. Throw out something that she hasn't done before. Yeah. Like, let's go bike riding in this trail or something. Let's yeah. do something. You got to be super different. Yes. That kind of catch them off guard. Exactly. Because I think a typical dude always say, hey, let's go out to eat. Let's yeah. go to the movies. Because yes. cause, cause food works. It huh? does. It do. But... You know what I mean, you could go out to eat with anybody. Exactly. You know what I mean, so yeah, so. you're more likely to say no to a let's go get something to eat than if a dude says, "Oh, hey, there's like a crawfish festival or a Zydeco event going down downtown." Yeah. Yeah. You'd be like, "Well, I never let's, tried that before. Let yeah. me go try that." Let's go yeah. to Top Golf. I exactly. feel like doing this, and you know, you'll be like, "Okay, you know, that's something something new." Yeah. yeah. You got to throw those things out there because y'all y'all don't be knowing what y'all want to do. Y'all <laughs> don't even know where y'all want to eat ever. So never ask that either. Uh-huh. But. <laughs> Yeah, I think it helps to be more unpredictable in those type of situations. Speaking of eating, <laughs> our next question on what a bro knows. Uh, you brought up a story before the podcast started, Figgy, about a uh, relative who is an extremely picky eater. Yeah. You said she doesn't really know what she wants to eat. And then when she does eat something, she doesn't like it most of the time. Mm-hmm. And I want to know what y'all think about this in terms of relationship. Mm. Do y'all think your significant other being a picky eater is a deal breaker or not? Um, I think it depends. You, there's nothing wrong with being picky. Like as long as you know, you're picky, but you got to be able to sacrifice at some point for your significant other. Yeah. Like I love seafood. I love crawfish. My wife don't eat seafood at all. She don't like the smell of it. She don't like fish. She don't like nothing that had to, that come out the water. So, um, but she do, huh? Said nothing that comes out the water. <laughs> yeah, she don't like no wow. type of fit, nothing. That's wild. Yeah, it's chicken, chicken, um, beef and pork. <laughs> but anyway, she, um, she do sacrifice going to you know, L.A. crawfish or a seafood spot for me, and she, she just kind of suck it up and get chicken, chicken fingers or whatever. But um, I think it's a big problem if you refuse to go to this restaurant because you don't like a certain thing. And, you know, especially if this restaurant got more stuff on the menu. Like, I I know some people who go to, um, who don't like rice or Chinese or whatever, but they won't even attend, like, some type of buffet. Like, you know, if you go to a Chinese buffet, they got everything outside of Chinese. Yes. Yeah. They won't even go to a Chinese buffet. Because even if their significant other like Chinese food or loves Chinese food, like sometimes you gotta, you know, t- sometimes you gotta take it and just go. Yeah. Get they got pizza, they got chicken wings, they got everything else outside of Chinese. Mm-hmm. So to me, it's a big problem if you that picky where you don't even want to go there or 
you don't want to sacrifice by letting your significant other enjoy his time there even when he you know he let you get all the choices and stuff too yeah so um i think it depends on that if if you letting i mean if you kind of sacrificing by going to a place you really don't care for i do it all the time piatas Mm -hmm. i'm not an italian food guy at all but my wife loved piatas so i would go there i would get a salad (laughs) Mm-hmm. But, you know, I'm not that person that's like, oh, no, I don't like Italian. Oh, no, I don't like this. I don't like. To me, if you're not willing to sacrifice that, then I think that's a deal breaker. Yeah. That's a good point. Because it's, it's all about you at this point. <laughs> Selfish is what you're saying, basically. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I feel you. Jasmine, what's your favorite food? Uh, every. Uh, like, like, what's. Do you like, like barbecue a lot? No, I like Cajun food. Okay. And I like, I like Italian food. I guess. Um, you like seafood a lot. Yeah, I okay. love seafood. Um, I like a lot of. Food. <laughs> so what if I like all food? I'm trying to put time. it in a context where it's like really offensive to you. Uh-huh. So let's say you're talking to a dude. He meets all the check marks. He don't know. like. He don't like seafood. Exactly. Yeah. He don't like Cajun. But everything seafood. else is good. Like he's ghost. Yeah. With the college degree and the street. <laughs> Hustler background. I'm dead. Okay. He got a beard and everything. <laughs> okay. But um, he he says I don't really like seafood. I don't really like you know barbecue. I don't like any of the southern foods really. You know I'm more of a hot dog and pizza kind of guy. Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> Is that a deal breaker to you? Um. Yeah, I would probably be like, well, yeah, I would probably be like, dang, you really not gonna eat seafood? Like you're really not gonna eat anything else? But I'm also. A- I can also be a picky eater too, so I can imagine I get annoyed. I would be annoying as well. So it'd be something. I guess it'd depend on what it is exactly. Like we not finna go eat chicken fingers at every single place that we go. <laughs> like I can't. We can't do that. Okay. But um, yeah, I think I think Cajun food would be a deal breaker for me. Like I, I, there, it's not going away. Like I will eat. I want. I I have to eat Cajun food. So, like, if you're not willing to eat Cajun food with me or at least, like, Figgy, go and get something other than chicken fingers, then we can't we can't really do you cook cajun food too um i don't cook at all oh okay so mm, yeah mm, interesting <laughs> interesting that's another topic one so day i was about to say mm. that's a deal breaker is that a deal breaker for a man <laughs> these days i don't think it is nah, man, nobody cares niggas don't care that's yeah. interesting that's um, very interesting i mean actually. i shouldn't say at all but not on a regular basis that's yeah. where you should be expecting a meal from me oh damn well, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah okay okay yeah okay. yeah I, yeah like i say i think I think it depends what they, th- that person do because if that guy didn't like Cajun food, but he would go to uh, a Cajun place and get something, get chicken fingers, yeah, and let you do your thing. You know what I mean, I think that's cool. But if he like, nah, I don't like Cajun. Uh-uh, I don't want to go there. I don't like Cajun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I want to go here. I don't like rice. I don't. To me, that's a deal breaker because we you pretty much saying we got to go to everything you like. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you got to experience new things, too. Like, you can't just... Yeah, and I I get it. Some stuff you just don't like. I, you know, I'm not a... Ta- I don't like Olive Garden. Mm-hmm. It's hard for me to pick something from Olive Garden. But if somebody I'm with really like Olive Garden and really want that, I got to take it. I got to take it on the head. I just got to go. You know yes. what I mean? Eat some breadsticks or whatever. But, yeah, to me, it's real selfish if... 
if that person, you know, don't don't like that certain food. Yeah. And say, oh, no, I want to go there. Otherwise, I probably wouldn't even eat seafood. Because, like I said, my wife don't like seafood at mm-hmm. all. Yeah. Like, she go to L.A. Crawfish with me so many times. And sometimes I feel bad because I'll be wanting to go by myself mm-hmm. or with other people because... It sucked to sit there having to eat chicken fingers yes. <laughs> or chicken tenders and fries. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, like if you super hungry, that ain't what that ain't your go to food. Yeah. But um, she do do that. So you, to me, that's part of being in a relationship. I agree with your point about sacrifice. Um, I was with my girl, and she was a pretty picky eater. Man, she's not from the south. So she didn't like seafood, which was annoying to me. We went to Galveston one weekend and she was complaining by the second day about eating so much seafood. I'm like, what else do you think is here? Yeah. We're right by the ocean. We got a <laughs> hotel looking at the ocean. All the restaurants close to us are going to be like seafood based. And I love seafood. I had a great time. <laughs> but she complained about every single thing. She's the type who... She'll find one thing on the menu she likes and she will never deviate from that, basically. Mm-hmm. And I hate that because personally, I grew up eating a whole lot of different food. My mom loves to cook, and but she likes to cook like food from different cultures. Mm-hmm. So she, Damn, she cooks like good. a lot. It, it was crazy because growing <laughs> up, you know, you just want like the hamburgers and pizza and shit. I want grilled cheese. Yeah. That's all I had, man. <laughs> I would come home and I would have no idea what she was going to cook. Damn, you know, man. but that it sounds kind of fun. It was for a while. Damn. Like actually, it, it always was good because my mom yeah. can cook really good. Um, and it was all it, that exposed me to a whole lot of different foods growing up. So I was never a picky eater. Of course, you want it from a place that's good. Yeah. But I'm never going to go to a sushi restaurant and not eat sushi or a Mediterranean restaurant and not eat there or any Italian, any place. I'll, I'll find something I like because yeah. it's probably close to something my mom cooked at one point. Mm-hmm. So I know what I like. I've tried a bunch of different things, but she was the type who didn't want to try anything new because she was scared she wouldn't like it. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. the worst. Yes. My wife is that way, too. I didn't want to bring it up, but she never tried fish. She never tried. That's crazy. She never tried it at all. And I tried to get her to try it because you got different type of fish. Mm-hmm. You got the fish that's baked that kind of got the smell to it. Then you got the fish that you can't tell if it's chicken or fish. Yes. That's fried with the right um, batter and stuff like that. Like, I, I tell her all the time, if she could if she she could eat some fish and not know it, she'll probably enjoy it. Yes. But for the simple fact, oh, this fish, no, I don't like it. Yes. That's so irritating to me, man. <laughs> it, yes. It really is. <laughs> Women just have that nature where they're just like, no, for no reason. Like, yeah. I won't even try it. No, I don't like it. Yeah. How do you know if you haven't tried it? That's my argument for threesomes, by the way. That's only the thing. <laughs> How do you know you don't like threesomes if you never tried it? But no, I'm anyway, dead. Yeah. Um, the food thing does annoy me. I'm not going to say that's a that is a red flag for me. I'm not going to break up with somebody over it, but that's going on the checklist. Yeah. You know, reasons to stay, reasons to go. That's maybe five spots on the reasons to go. You know, I'm putting yeah. don't know what you want to eat. Don't yeah. like trying new things. Don't like that's annoying to me. Like at least explore. Even if you don't like it, I'll probably eat it for you. But you yeah. got to try new things. You can't just not eat fish and say you don't like fish. Yeah. You know, I did. I tried. I knew I wouldn't like raw oysters. My mom likes them. My sister likes them. But I had to try them to know I didn't like it. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, so you got to try things to know you don't like them. And if you're not willing to even do that, 
Yeah. And that's a problem for me, man, because I like to eat. Yeah, and 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 to be clear, like I, I get it. We all got them things where we kind of like, uh, eh, like oh, pig feet or chitlins. Yes. Now I don't know about that. Now nah, I just don't smell good. That mm-hmm. type of thing. I get it, but I just don't get when people just be so picky to the point where it affects where y'all want to go. Yes. It's one thing if you know you don't want to get it on the menu. I get that, but you don't want to go to this Chinese place because you don't like rice. Or you don't want to go to this place because you don't like wings. It's just, to me, that's, I don't know. I just don't get that, man. I, I really don't get that. <laughs> I agree, man. I agree. That's really annoying. <laughs> um, So, I don't think it's a whole deal breaker, but it's on the uh, red flag list, in my opinion. Yeah. Um. So, fuck it, man. Let's just run through some topics as well. Not a whole lot happened this week. Mo- most of the news was like new releases. We already talked yeah. about that shit. ASAP. Yes, ASAP. Got to get on that first. ASAP. ASAP is free as we open the podcast with. Um. Donald Trump tweeted a bar. <laughs> <laughs> Donald Trump. I can't um, stand Donnie. So, um, getting back to the whole thing. Um, he was released from jail. The verdict will be later this month, I believe, but it's heavily suspected that it will be not guilty because they've let him go. You know, he will not come back. He doesn't have to be back for the verdict. Mm. So he will not go back to Sweden probably ever again. Yeah. <laughs> so if they were going to convict him of anything, the prosecutors were looking for like a six month sentence. He's mm. not going to get that because he's not going to come back and they're yeah. not going to extradite him. Yeah. So yeah, he just he won't is, go back. Yeah. So he is for all intents and purposes freed and clear. Um Donald Trump tweeted ASAP Rocky released from prison on his way home to the United to, to the United States from Sweden. It was mm. a rocky week. Get home ASAP, ASAP. I'm dead. <laughs> it was a rocky week. <laughs> I'm dead. Um so some people to be 100% fair People are saying that Donald Trump is taking credit for this. I don't know if I saw that. I didn't see that in this tweet. I didn't see him say, I got ASAP home. I didn't see it either. He did say congratulations and whatever. It was it was weird to see that period. But this whole presidency has been weird, man. Yeah. Uh, but that's a whole other case. Um, Really, there's nothing, not a whole lot to talk about. It, it was kind of weird because you had a bunch of Trump supporters in ASAP Rocky comments yes. for, um, under his first picture because he didn't thank um donald trump i thought that was weird like i agree with you i ain't seen nothing in his tweets that said i got him out yes he pretty much said he he free yes <laughs> so yeah i don't know why people getting so upset because rocky didn't mention donald trump were they actually upset about that kind of yeah. I, was, I was i was going through the comments they was trying to say oh donald trump trying to say got, yeah trying to say that donald trump Got you out pretty much. He did. It was a bunch of yeah, it was a bunch of Trump supporters that probably don't even know ASAP Rocky. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't at all, man. Honestly, yeah. I think from what had happened, yeah, you can argue that it was good that he brought awareness to it, but I don't think he took credit for it, nor did he deserve credit for getting <laughs> ASAP out of Sweden because all the evidence pointed to the fact that this guy was being belligerent on his own. Yeah. And kind of got what's coming to fault. him. Yeah. Exactly. The whole thing was recorded. So, yeah, um, this had nothing to do with Donald Trump either way. <laughs> so what do y'all think ASAP Rocky's next move will be? I, I honestly don't know, just because he's kind of low key to anyway. So I don't know if he's going to 
um, take the meat route and go the whole, you know, reform mm-hmm. movement. Um, Aesop is kind of a, he's kind of an interesting personality, yes. I guess. So I, I, I would, I'm just interested to see, I'm anxious to see what he's going to do. I don't know. I can't even predict that. I think, I think, um, I don't think he gonna go the meek route or nothing like that. I think he's still gonna be the same ASAP Rocky dude. Mm-hmm. But I do think he need to capitalize off of this attention because uh, I know Ryan, you ain't really liked the last album. You no. thought it was whack. Yes, <laughs> which I disagree. Okay. But I'm, a, you know, I'm a stand, so I, <laughs> you know, I can't I argue you. that. But I do think um, if he plays cards right, I do think he could be the hottest rapper you know for the rest not the rest of the year but if he drops something this year and hop on a lot of shit i think i think that could play to his advantage because now a lot of people looking for asap rocky and honestly i'm kind of looking for some new music hearing about it so i think um i don't think he's gonna go the meek route i don't think he's gonna be political or nothing like that but i do think he got some good content out of being in jail for lack of a better word, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So I think um I think him going to jail, going through all this is uh I guess I guess it's a positive sign that he can have a great year this year. I don't know if he was gonna drop an album this year, but I think he sh- I think he needs to drop something. Yeah, capitalize. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think yeah, he gotta drop something. Yeah. And he did release a statement. He said, thank you from the bottom of my heart to all my fans, friends, and anyone else across the globe who supported me during these last few weeks. I, no periods. There's a wrong sentence. I don't want to read this whole thing. Fuck it. He thanked everybody for getting him out or yeah. supporting him. Um, to Jasmine's point, I don't know what ASAP's going to do next, honestly. I wonder what he's going to say about the Trump thing because you know he's going to be asked about it. Um, he will have to sidestep this question in a way that won't drive away people who now know who he is only because Donald Trump tweeted, mm-hmm. but at the same time, don't look like a sellout per se to the black community. He, are, who he hates already Donald got a Trump. couple of videos yes, looking like that. Yeah. Exactly. So he's going to have to be very careful about what he says. I'm sure he'll be trained on how to tackle these questions. I don't think it's going to be, you know, maybe he'll just be genuine and be like, hey, you know, I, I appreciated him tweeting it, I, but he didn't do shit to get me out. Yeah. yeah. You know, so I don't know what he's going to do. Yeah. But I think he has to approach this kind of carefully just because it's going to cause a whole nother controversy if he says, well, fuck Trump anyway, or yeah. say, thank you, Trump. No matter what he says on any side of that, it's going to be picked apart. Yeah. yeah. And see, the crazy part about it, he don't even have to go all in saying fuck Trump or nothing like that. Don't nobody have to do that in their yeah. music. But um, if somebody do ask him about it, he can say, yeah, I, you know, I, I appreciate all the support, man. It's not fun being in jail. Yeah. And, you know, I appreciate him, you know, bringing awareness to it. I think he might go that route. But then that yeah. will piss people off, too. So I mean, I mean hmm. look, man, if, if that same person was in jail... Like, they will appreciate Trump trying to, you know, bring awareness to get them out. Like, I don't care where you stand on what side of the of the Democrats, Republicans, whatever. Yeah. Like, don't nobody like being in jail. That's and true. if he if he's willing, he, if he's trying to bring awareness to, you know, maybe get you out. Like, you ain't going to be like, oh, no, Trump. Oh, fuck that. Yeah. No, I'll stay in jail. No, no, man. Like, 
like at the end of the day, man, jail is not cool. <laughs> I agree. So I yeah, so I think the best thing for him to do is, you know, I appreciate the support from everybody. And, you know, keep it going. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. It'll be interesting to see how he how he moves. He definitely this, gotta man. use that press conference for a skit. Yeah. <laughs> ASAP Rocky. <laughs> Ashley Melania, she she yes. know about ASAP Rocky. Talk, talk to him about ASAP Rocky. <laughs> like I, you know, oh, I don't man. care for Trump at all, but that would be a dope basket. That's hilarious, man. I don't care what you say, dog. That was uh, the president saying ASAP Rocky yeah. multiple times in a press conference is just funny to me. No matter yeah, what, no matter I, who said he it, he gotta use that on the. He gotta use that on the album, man. Yeah. I, like, ain't even got to have nothing to do with nothing. He just got to have that on the album. Yes. <laughs> um, other things that happened this week. Um, let's talk about the Pusha T, Lil Wayne, Rick Ross, 50 Cent, Drake collab discussion going on right now. <laughs> um, so Rick Ross was on Big Boy Show. Um, I believe this was in New York. Um, he was talking about a song apparently with Pusha T um, Lil Wayne, who had you know had beef going back, and Rick Ross, and I think Drake was mentioned too, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll we'll just go ahead and play the comments in full first before we react to it. So, in the future, seeing them collaborate, can you imagine what a Wayne, Drizzy, mm. Pusha, Pusha, Kanye mm. collaboration to be? And all you got to do is let Rose pick the production. Go ahead, mm-hmm. and basically that. that's what I'm looking at because us being we big homies. We can't do the goofy shit that the other one's doing. That's why I would put the record together, and that's the furthest I would go without they love. I can't release it without they love. Mm-hmm. Now, gotcha, on both gotcha, sides, gotcha. would I commend both of them first? They they cleared the record. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that the right there, bro. Yeah. yeah. The record is clear, but now it's bigger than that. Yes, it is. It's bigger than that. Now it's about, is this the right timing for those conversations? And if it's not, we won't see it. Right. You understand? Do but, you see that coming also with you and 50 or you feel like, like, man, we, we not there or mm-hmm. I didn't instigate. I'm, I'm good. Honestly, I'm a businessman. Mm-hmm. If 50 cents still had value, I may have been done it, mm-hmm. but not being funny. Not on homie right. just saying, you know, he ain't that dude no more. Man, we was riding through LA smoking the hater to love it. Yesterday. Yes, sir. Hated to love it. You know, yeah, the that, underground's that on top. Was yeah. We was saluting Cool and Dre. That's that's Miami who did the production. Game, 50 Cent. That was dope. If he was still making music like that, of course, one of my dogs could hit me. Drake could hit me and say, Rose, I got 50 on the record. And if he was still dope like he was eight years ago, Rose, I lace that. Because I'm, I'm, I'm on fire. It don't matter who on the record. Big boy neighborhood, Rose, thank you for coming yeah, into the so neighborhood. And uh, Dr- uh, 50 Cent was apparently on some kind of press run for the new season of Power. He was asked about Rick Ross's comments, and this was his reply. I got to ask you this because it's new. Uh, Rick Ross in an interview was asked if he would ever do music with you, if he could put his beef aside. And he said he would if you had any more value but you're not that guy anymore. That's what he said. Do you care? Does that make you feel any type of way? No. I don't know what his value is to music culture at this moment. Would you make music with him ever? I never made music with him. I don't have interest in making music with him. You watch guys. A lot of these guys, even when you when you make reference to music culture and stuff like that, they're one-trick ponies. So they're going to go and be gone. 
I said you in hip hop. They said, now what have you done? What have you done for me lately? Mm -hmm. Right. So they watch. You could get next to the guys that got momentum and try and survive based on that, but it's not a lot going on there. Okay. Uh, <laughs> thought number one: Fifty Cent sounded a lot like Mike Tyson there in that <laughs> clip. I don't he know. Did, why. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he sounded like he had a lot of cotton in his mouth. Yes, he was grinning the entire time he answered that question, but he he sounded a lot like a. Uh, 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 fucking Mike Tyson. He probably is like, damn, he kind of got me on that one. <laughs> so, what do y'all think about this? Do y'all think that um, who is right in this case? Do you think that Fifty is right about um Rick Ross himself not being relevant, or do you think that uh Rick Ross made a good point pertaining to Fifty Cent's relevancy today? Uh, Rick Ross, I okay. think. Um, I think 50 Cent does a lot behind the scenes, but I'm just not quite aware. But as far as the public eye sees, 50 Cent is just, um, he's someone to laugh at on Instagram or somebody that keeps us entertained That's at true. this point in time. Rick Ross, his music is actually checked for. Um, people actually um, are excited when Rick Ross drops music in a project, and I haven't heard anything from 50 in a while. So uh, oof, I hate to say it. Fifty don't come for me. Ooh. He should Ooh. be coming for you because Ooh. you remember. Nah, I ain't gonna bring it up. <laughs> <laughs> I gonna bring it up. Oh, I know what you're yeah, talking about. <laughs> yeah, I ain't, I ain't gonna bring that up. I'm lost now, but we'll she, talk she about She was later. a little suspect about fifty. Wait, you how don't so? remember that? No, I don't. When did this you happen? No, nah, it was a, it was a Jasmine hot take. Oh, okay. What did you say? Now refresh my mind. Now refresh. we was remember we was talking about Young Buck. Yeah. How fifty is? Wait, you said fifty is gay? I didn't say he was gay. I just Wait said. A I said. <laughs> I missed this. I, I said. I think it's interesting that he always calls other people out for being gay or suspect. Oh. Like, oh. why is that his business, or why is that? You know, I just thought that was interesting. I think he's deflecting. Mm. Okay, interesting. Yeah. That is a hot take. Yeah, but, I'm surprised uh, you don't remember that. I, 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 I don't know how I did. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I forgot all about that. Yeah. yeah, but um, as far as the um, um, the comments, I think I think Rick Ross got a point because to 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 be fair, I don't think Fifty is in that music mode, so I don't I, like Rick Ross. I get what he was trying to say and do make sense, but he put MC. I think he he I think he did some type of collab. With, I don't want to say on a song, but he did do something with MC Hammer. Now, I mean, like, I know he a legend or whatever. Yeah. Some people think he a legend. Some people don't. But. Who don't think MC Hammer a legend? No, some people. <laughs> no, some people. Wait a minute. No, some people who don't know MC oh, Hammer. Okay. okay. Always, oh, he only had that one song. Or, okay. Yeah, they Ignorant know. people then. Yeah. I get you. Yeah, he a legend to me. Yeah. But he, um, like, for him to say, oh, no, nah, he, you know, he not that dude no more. It's a lot of people that's not that dude that you can still work with. You know what I mean? But I get where uh, Ross was coming from because it don't make any sense to do anything with 50 at this moment. Like, it's not... It ain't gonna do nothing but help 50. Yeah. yeah. It'd be different if it could help both of them, but, it, you know, 50 not even in music like that. So, <laughs> I mean, what what is it gonna do for Ross? But I kind of disagree with him saying, like, oh, yeah, you know it. He not that dude no more. It's a bunch of people that's not that dude. That's true. That you yeah. Could, you know, still work with and make something dope. But yeah. And not have beef with too, so you ain't got to deal with that. Yeah. 
Um, I agree. Um, 50 Cent has not put out a lot of music recently. Um, but I honestly think they both have points here, to be fair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that Rick Ross is right that it doesn't make any sense. I do believe him when he says that if because he did get 50 props. It's like he was on fire back in the day. Yeah. But he's just not making music like that no more. So it makes no sense for me to bury the beef and just go ahead and make a song with him. Yeah. yeah. But when Rick Ross said, like, I'm on fire, <laughs> I thought that was stretching the truth a little bit. Yeah. I think Rick Ross's career was revived by Drake, mm. solely by Drake. If he didn't have Drake on his newest singles, I don't even know if he'd be on any type of chart right now. Yeah. At all. He's put yeah. out some singles that have not done anything for this new album. Mm-hmm. Um, there's not a whole lot of hype going into it. Like, I'm sure it's going to be a great album. I like Rick Ross. I like his projects. Um, I'm sure it'll be a good listen. But as far as what he's talking about in this interview about being hot, about topping the charts, about having that kind of clout, he doesn't have that right now on his own. Yeah. He attaches himself to 50's point. He does attach himself to the hottest rappers in the game, and that keeps what him relevant. What you can do for me now. Yes. Yeah. So 50 had a point, too. Yeah. I'm not going to say Rick Ross ain't going to last, but he does just attach himself to the hottest names to keep himself hot. He's not hot on his own like that. He yeah. just has great relationships and does good collabs with people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But... <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I'm definitely looking forward to the Rick Ross album regardless. I don't know if I look forward to a, a new 50 Cent album at all, mm. honestly. 50 Cent still has a lot of stands, though. That's the thing. His he, internet defense force is yeah. up there, man. Yeah. I, I Honestly, man, I still like his music. He okay. still, To me, he still makes some of that... I, street I, shit, yeah. Yeah, that street New York shit. Because you don't really got that shit anymore. Everything more hipster or trap sounding. But he still, you know, he can still, he can still make a get rich or die trying type shit. Yeah. If he wanted to, I think, I think what messed him up is him making the love songs. Yes. Pretty much taking Ja Rule after formula. criticizing them for it. Then yeah. He did it. I think that's what kind of messed him up, and I think he still tried to do stuff like that because I think the the latest thing he tried to release was something with Trey songs. Yeah. Which was smoke, and the song was good, but. You know, ain't nobody really doing that now. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I still like his music, but he he not that guy. That's something yeah. personal. Like me personally, I you know I like that type of stuff, but I ain't gonna sit here and say, oh, he's still hot. I honestly, man, I don't know. I don't know Fifty personally, obviously, but. I question if he ever really cared about rap like that, honestly. I don't, I, I don't think he did. People act like Jay-Z only rapped to be a businessman and make a business out of it and make money. But you can tell listening to his songs, especially his early work, he had a passion and love hungry. for the art. Yeah. I don't think 50 ever had that. I don't think he loves rapping. I don't think he loves making music. He loves what comes with it. He loved the lifestyle. He loved being the hottest act in America at one point. He loved those things and he loved being able to branch out into different businesses after his rap career was basically done. So you think it was a hustle? It basically was to me because if you think about it, his biggest moments came out of controversy. You know, he always had some gimmick attached to what he was doing next. He went after everybody in the game to build up hype. Like, why not just be like, Hey, I'm 50 cent. 
Yeah. I'm rapping. I put a lot of work into this. Yeah, and then he would immediately start chasing the newest sound mm -hmm. out whenever there was a new one. Timberland was doing work with Justin Timberlake. He did that uh, "Hey Yo" technology song, yeah. which it wasn't a bad song, but it wasn't Fifty that wasn't Cent, him. man. It yeah. wasn't. Yeah. He chased the trends, and I don't think Rick Ross has ever done that. Rick yeah. Ross stays firmly in his lane of smooth sounding crack stories. Yeah. He don't try to make a dance song with Sean Mendez or he don't go out of his lane. With Maroon 5. Yes. Yeah. He stays where he knows he's good. And 50 Cent was just jumping around trying to be hot again after a while. Yeah. So for that reason, I wouldn't look forward to a new 50 Cent project at all. Just because mm. I would feel like, oh, you're going to be rapping like Young Thug now or something? Or what are you going to do but, this time? But see, see, I kind of disagree with that because I don't think he will go. I think he had a point in place where he's just trying to please his fans now. You he, think so? Yeah, I, because the last project he released was called uh, Animal, I think. The album, yeah. And it wasn't like a bunch of, you know... AO technology stuff. Oh, okay. He had a lot of street stuff on there. And then, you know, he had the occasional love song. Okay. Where, you know, but I don't think he, like, he ain't have a bunch of Maroon 5 features and stuff like that. I think he, he, I think he, I think he trying to get back to that street shit, if anything. Okay. Because if you listen to Power and the songs during the credits... That's the type of shit yeah, I think he stick with. Shit. That's fair. Yeah. He I, he know he not the hottest, so it's best to kind of stay in your lane, I guess. I feel Instead you. of trying to, you know, chase a hit. That's a good point. Um, Let's go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, real, oh what you was about to... I was going to say, let's go ahead and speed around the rest of these topics. Oh, but, no, yeah. I was going to um, mention the, um, the track with Pusha T, Lil Wayne. I was going to see how y'all feel about that. Oh. I mean... I feel like I would have to hear it. Yeah. Like I don't I mean nothing about it because like is like I have to hear it now. You know, push no, T's Yeah, I wasn't sure if it was like going after each other on the on the on I the doubt track. it. I doubt okay. it. I doubt it. I don't think it was like Ludacris and uh Young Buck when they did Stomp. Oh, I yeah. think this, this were, was recorded way before the beef. Mm. And I don't think maybe push a T because push a T does throw some little subliminals in. Yeah. Um, you pointed that out about his other verse on uh, the bandana album. Yeah. But I don't know, man. I don't yeah. think they'd be dissing each but, other back and forth like that. Uh, yeah. The only way I can think of is um, maybe they didn't know they was all getting on the song. That's possible, too. Because Lil Wayne and Push have been beefing for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> it's been long a long ass time. Yeah. So I don't see it them being cool. At, at, at first and then decide to you know jump on that song and Ross deciding to put it out now yeah so I think it, it might have been something um he hopped on for um Ross and then got Lil Wayne and Drake on there or something like that I feel but you. I, I mean I wouldn't see why he wouldn't release it unless it's really them going at each other on it somehow I think it's more so that you know if they got beef you want to make sure they both cool with it before you ruin a future relationship. What if somebody says, "Hey, I don't, I didn't want that out." Actually, yeah. but they, he said it was clear. clear. Yeah, you could play that game, but it's only gonna work once. You can yeah. release that song and then never work with Pusha T and Lil Wayne again, or you cannot release it and still work with them in the future. Yeah, but see, if wasn't nobody talking about nothing on there. Then I don't see the problem from either side unless somebody was saying something. That's true, but you know how petty people are in music, man. Yeah. I know how they are. But but see, if it was somebody else, I could see it. But Ross, 
I think I don't think people would not be cool with Ross. Pusha wouldn't have a problem. I don't I don't, I don't see Pusha not talking to Ross again over that. I don't or think same but, thing with Drake or Wayne. I think they all I think Ross is that neutral dude who's cool with everybody. That's true. So the I mean, like I said, let's push it through a shot in there <laughs> where it could kind of fuck up the whole song or, you know, kind of stir up some shit. He don't yeah. want to stir up. That's the only reason I can see it not coming out. <laughs> I don't know, man. If it's some basic ass verses. I think mm-hmm. it's basic ass verses, but I think. And then we don't even know if any of them have said they don't want it out. Yeah. You know, he did mention, like, I, I want to make sure it's good with everybody. Just what Rick Ross wants to do. Yeah. So I understand why he has a mentality, and I don't know. It might come out, man. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? But we'll have to see on that. Yeah. Um. So Katy Perry is in the news again for this old ass song, Dark Horse. <laughs> <laughs> um. Apparently, there was a lawsuit that it had actually copied a 2009 song called Joyful Noise by a rapper named Flame. He was a Christian rapper. Featuring Lecrae. Yeah, Yeah. Lecrae was on it too. And um, basically they found that it actually did copy. The jury found that this song was copied for Dark Horse. And I don't know if a settlement has been announced or what's going to happen. But yeah, basically it's going to have to, whoever the label is going to have to pay up. Because that song did huge numbers. Yeah. So have y'all heard both of these songs? And do y'all think justice was served? Um, Katie yeah, I heard both of them. And I could do see the similarity. But it, it's such it, it was a cheesy-ass sound mm-hmm. that anybody could have did. I could have did that. So I think, um, to me, I think it's a little fair because they, they out getting everybody else. They getting rappers. So I don't mind them getting a, a pop star like Katy Perry. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know, man. It, it's kind of scary to even try to create music at this point. Because somebody did something you maybe thought of or you created. So, I mean, I, I don't know, man. Like, it's it's tricky when it comes to this copywriting and all that bullshit. Because you don't know who created what. And, um, yeah, (laughs) it's, I mean, I want to support the underground black artists, so I'm not going to say I'm mad about it, but I do think the precedence for what is copyright infringement has changed drastically ever since that Marvin Gaye, Robin Thicke thing. I was about to say that. Yeah. I think that's now being used as the precedent to see, because before that you really never heard you know, unless you sample something directly, directly from the song and you can prove it. Yeah. Yeah. But now that decision changed everything, I feel. Yeah. And this was a result of that, I think. Yeah. Um. So it's tough, man. Like you said, I don't Um. it's possible. It's very possible that whoever produces beat um, did use that as a reference. Yeah. So in that case, yeah, the dude does deserve to be paid. But at the same time, it's. I, I foresee this coming back negatively on rap as well. Yeah. You know, because a lot of rap music is sampled, of course, and I don't oh. think all these samples and references. For example, the Childish Gambino song, This Is America. Mm-hmm. Remember that other song came out? Yeah. And oh, they yeah. said it copied off of it? Yeah. yeah. According to this, I feel like that dude has a case now. Yeah, he do. You know? He so, do. I don't, like, I don't unless know. they had some type of agreement. 
Mm-hmm. But yeah, that dude definitely have a case. Yeah. I think so. And that's man. It's it's so tricky because I really a lot of people feel like uh, Pharrell did steal from Marvin Gaye. Yeah. To me, my personal opinion, being a Pharrell fan, to me that's the type of sound he always had. Now Robin Thicke maybe could have said, "Oh yeah, this kind of remind me of that Marvin Gaye. Maybe mm-hmm. I could do a little Marvin Gaye <laughs> flavor to it." <laughs> Because yeah. it, the song, the lyrics did have that Marvin Gaye flavor. I, I came from, but if you listen to a lot of Pharrell productions, or uh, yeah, yeah, Pharrell productions, it's all that stuff sound the same. So I, to me, I kind of felt so bad because I know Pharrell. He he's a smart dude. He wasn't sitting there like let's. Let me remake this Marvin Gaye song. Mm-hmm. I don't think nobody gonna realize yeah, this. Yeah, I don't and, think he. Yeah, so yeah, I agree with you. It kind of set the standard on, you know, I guess what a beat sound like. Yeah. So it's like, oh, this kind of sounds similar to this. I have a case. Yes. It, it's real bad. It's real bad because these beats be so damn simple. Like this Katy Perry beat was so damn simple. Mm-hmm. Anybody could have did that. Mm-hmm. It's just two. It's all it is is two. I want to say like two notes. Yeah. Do 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 do. Anybody could have did that. You could do that on a, a keyboard. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. It kind of. It's kinda rough, sucks. man. Jasmine, yeah. do you also feel bad for the white lady as we do? Um, <laughs> I'm very indifferent. Okay. To be honest, I I, I like Katy Perry, but I. I don't really have an opinion. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. I think I'm thinking more long term. Like I said, I don't really care about this. You know, Katy Perry is going to be fine. She didn't. Yeah. She's not going to have to pay any of this. It's a record label. But um, I think what she tried to do with the Migos was way more offensive than this. I agree. <laughs> yeah. need, I definitely hey, agree. We need to have a long conversation about Katy Perry. Yeah. Because she do a lot of their appropriation. Yes. <laughs> and, Sitting on a couch with D-Ray, too, after that whole thing blew up. Yeah, oh, she man. do a lot of shit, man. Like, I don't know. She ain't really hot right now, so I guess yeah. it don't matter. <laughs> but If she come out with, uh, I don't know, who... Who's the hottest rapper right now? The baby. If she come out with the baby on her next single, <laughs> yeah. I don't know something. Because she going came on, out man. with some song. I forgot the name of the song, but it was like a reggae type of song. Mm-hmm. And I was just kind of like, man, that's not even her. Yeah. Like she click. Like you can see what she's doing. She she go at the Juicy J to get mm-hmm. Juicy J on the song. Mm-hmm. That song pop in the hood. I guess I don't know. She she did the song with Kanye. Yeah. People played it for Kanye part, and like it's you can see a trend. And here's the thing, too. The weird thing, I was pulling for Katy Perry early on. Me, too. I, I like a Katie lot of Perry. people liked her compared to, like, the Taylor Swift and the Miley Cyrus. And Lady Gaga. Yeah. Mm. I think people thought she was more likable. But yeah. something happened. I think when she cut her hair short. <laughs> she changed. <laughs> yeah. She started she, acting. Her image was kind of no, different. I think, became yeah. different. I, think, I think people started seeing for what she was. It could be. Maybe behind the scenes, but I think... Because she ain't have a hot song and I don't know when. Yeah, it's been a while. So I think people kind of see him because Charlemagne used to be a big fan. He mm-hmm. used to sing her song on the um, la- he used to sing the last Friday night song. Yep. And um, I think she came up there and to do Elvis Duran show, but then come to the Breakfast Club and he got mad. I, yeah, I think it. I, I don't. I don't know. If she said something, but she kind of brushed them off a little bit mm-hmm. like she was too good to do it that black show over there no, yeah so now it's kind of I th- yeah i think little stuff like that is kind of, i think a lot of people see 
It's possible. <laughs> um, other things going on this week. Um, Megan, Megan Thee Stallion and Nikki were on IG Live together, <laughs> which I don't think means anything except they don't have beef. But um, what do y'all think about the... Is there beef between possibly Megan Thee Stallion and Cardi B? I'm not saying this based on Uh-oh. any proof. I'm just asking a question <laughs> because I've seen Cardi B shout out many a rapper. She has not talked about Cardi B yet. Oh, we're not. What? This, I, I haven't seen Megan shout out Cardi B like that. She might have at some point. Maybe I just missed it. But Cardi B, I definitely haven't seen her, you know, promote or put up Megan Thee Stallion and any type of reverence. I don't know if it's more of a case of I know you fuck with Mick with Nikki, so I don't fuck with you. Mm. I don't know what's going on there. Mm. But I'm just asking the question. Do you think there might be a beef brewing between Megan Thee Stallion and Cardi B? I can mm. see it brewing after this um, IG live. Okay, I, I can see it brewing. I, I don't think it should be. I I feel like Megan is kind of the the fair one who you know not into all that shit or mm-hmm. don't want to be in all that shit. I agree. But her being on live with Nikki, which I don't I don't see nothing wrong with. I think Nikki I think Nikki will go down as one of the legends. Mm-hmm. You know when it's all said and done. Like I don't see nothing wrong with that, and um, just them being cool and all that. To me, that I thought that was dope, and I I would love to hear some music from them or a video, but. I can see the way women are. Mm-hmm. I can see her like, oh, no, nah, you know, I ain't messing with her. Yes. And then, you know, Cardi B is kind of with City Girls anyway because of QC. Mm-hmm. So I can see all of them siding with Cardi B like, yes. no, nah, yeah. you know, I ain't dealing with her. And especially if they do a, if they do a song together, like, you know, Nikki going to throw in some type of little sub. Yes. And that's just, that's, I, I, I kind of feel bad for Meg, <laughs> man, because she don't deserve all that. She, yeah, she, she don't need to get into all that shit. I think she's just real genu- a genuine person, and she just want to spread positivity. That's what it looked like to me, and I don't want her to be caught up in any of that, man, yeah. like any of what they got going on. Yeah. Because it felt like, like, I mean, I don't know, but it just, the live video from Nikki's in, and it could just be me hating, but it just mm-hmm. didn't feel as genuine as Megan. Megan's infield. Mm, okay. I don't know. I, and, and too, this is my other theory too. I think Nikki is starting to think a little bit like, damn, I need to fit Tighten in. Tighten up, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because she was on the she was on the pedestal. She was up here, and most of the female rappers was down there. So you know, now it's not like that. So she, I think she's trying to fit in some type of way with these with, with the female artists right now because these female artists are all cool with each other. At some point. Okay. So I think Nikki trying to, you know, squeeze her way in somehow to say, hey, you you know, I, I fuck with female artists too. You know, y'all keep saying I don't and I act funny towards them. But see, I'm fucking with Meg. We working on something. Mm-hmm. Be- I, I, I can't even think the last female artist Nikki worked with, like a uh, rapper, female rapper. It's been a minute. Yeah, and to be fair, it wasn't nobody wasn't really that exactly hot. Exactly, nobody yeah, else out there really. Yeah, but um, I think yeah, I think Nikki is kind of using the brain now, saying, "Hey, you know, I'm a let me let me try to be the good guy, get with the one of the hottest female mm-hmm. rappers yeah. right now, and show you that I'm not this diva bitch yeah. that y'all keep trying to say I am." Yeah, it's possible, possible. 
Um, I have another topic on the Nikki and Megan thing. I, I almost Uh-oh. forgot about it, but fuck it. We, 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 we'll fit it in real quick. So I know y'all seen that picture of Megan Thee Stallion and Moneybag Yo. <laughs> Which one? The one look like Ernie and Bert? Yeah. No, I haven't. There's a picture. We could pull it up. Um, I want to see. Megan Thee Stallion is hugged up next to Moneybag Yo, and people are clowning Moneybag Yo, saying he looks ugly. He looks like a cartoon. Oh. Yada, yada, yada. And people saying that hot girl summer is a lie. You know, yes. Is she in a relationship? Well, not just that, but more so like she's bigger and more relevant and at this point hotter than him. I don't know if she has Uh, more money. I don't know how that worked out, but it would seem to the average common eye that Mm -hmm. she is dating down. Let her be in her own relationship. That's true. It's true. And to that point as well. Nicki Minaj, I think she was on Twitter. Actually, she was on Queen Radio uh-huh. talking about oh, her okay, okay. Uh, relationship with that dude, Kenneth Zoo Petty. Yeah. She said, because um, people have been dogging her, talking about how he's just some regular dude. Why is she dating him? Yada, yada, yada. She said, quote, when a person is with a nigga that loved them before they had a dime in their pocket, how do you not understand that? How do you not understand happiness versus clout? I'll fucking dare you talk about lowering standards. Um, then she said, uh, it's the truth. Money cannot buy me happiness and good sex. Mm-hmm. 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 So is she talking about? Looks like it's Jasmine who's so against lowering her standards and settling. <laughs> but the leader of the hot girl movement and the original queen bitch are apparently all settling and finding yeah. niggas who just treat them well. Mm. So, is this a wake-up call? No. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not settling for... I I can't. I can't. You're not settling for what? For what Anybody outside her ideal standards is what I'm hearing. (laughs) See, I think you... But see, I think Jasmine (laughs) will, man. I think think Jasmine... I, I ain't gonna call it settling, but... I could see her getting with somebody that wasn't her type mm-hmm. or she never thought she'd get with because um, this guy really treats her well. And it's yeah. like her, like her dog, like her best friend, her, you know, somebody that she can really trust because like my wife, she wasn't my type. Mm-hmm. Like she wasn't my type at all. But um, we just kind of clicked. And honestly, we don't have a lot in common. Mm-hmm. She, like she likes certain funny shit that I don't like. Yeah, and this and this and vice versa. So I can see Jasmine. Uh, like I don't want to use settling because it's kind of like oh, kind of yeah. I guess I take this person because ain't nobody else. But I can see her getting with somebody that wasn't her type. Mm-hmm. It, it, like not saying she maybe it's a short dude or <laughs> may, maybe maybe it's a guy that got you know that's a little stocky. Yep. Not skinny, but a little stocky. Who you know? You know a guy, a guy you a know for a while, but thought he wasn't shit. <laughs> no. Things like that. Things <laughs> I, like that. I, okay. Mm-hmm. Whoever I'm supposed to marry, height. I've never met before. Huh? Okay. I just pray to God, whoever I'm supposed to marry, I haven't met before yet. Okay. Mm-hmm. Guys, yeah, that's true. bad, huh? You you know some stand up gentlemen, Jasmine. Don't disregard them like that, okay? <laughs> I'm like saying, you just hang around. So you saying everybody no, you right. know 
don't have a chance. I know. I'm saying <laughs> so everybody. Every- and I, I don't mean like in the sense of everybody I know in life. I'm saying like everybody that yeah. I've dated or like had any type of relationship with. I hope that I was about they to say, are not. Man, whoever I, I whoever knows that. Jasmine that's listening to the right. podcast do not have a chance. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just I, I'm over yeah. it. Okay. <laughs> I, want, I want new options. Okay, okay. Grass ain't always greener, Jasmine. That's all I yeah. can tell you. Grass ain't always greener. Real quick, so um, this is something I meant to bring up on the Chance album. You know, um, Nikki was on the last song mm-hmm. of that album, and I guess she kind of confirmed she was married. Yeah. Yeah. So um, here's the lyric. She said, I met my husband when I was 17 out in Queens, which okay. was a little shocking because, I, I mean, how old is she now? Because she uh, she was with Safari for like twelve years, right? Yeah. Well, I guess. Yeah. So I guess she was with this dude. Um, Wait, she, did she say she met him? She, she said she met him. Okay. I, I'm gonna read the whole thing so y'all see. But Nikki's 36, by the way. Okay. She said I met my husband when I was 17 out in Queens. If you love it, let it go. Now I know what that means. While he was up north for a body, so he okay. served a lot of time, I guess. So that's what I guess that's where Safari came in to play. Okay. Uh, I body everybody and got known for my body. My nigga home now. He the clod to my bonnie. <laughs> okay. About to walk down the aisle to be a mommy. Okay. So uh, so Jasmine might have a guy. He's just in jail right now. Yeah. <laughs> when he yeah. get out. That's the one. Could mm. be. Hmm. Interesting. I didn't know she knew him that long, honestly. I didn't it makes sense now. Yeah. I get it. And she said, I'm about to walk down the aisle and be a mommy. Yeah. So I wonder I wonder if she is thinking about getting pregnant pretty soon. I, Tom, I think she wants to be. She time ticking. She's 37. It yeah, it is. <laughs> um, But shit, that's interesting, man. And to... The point of all these women fronting on social media, all these miserable single women getting mad at them for being in relationships and all this stuff. The hot girl summer has kind of fallen on his face, man. I got to be honest, man. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I don't, I can't keep counting. I don't know how we're counting this because some people are saying, huh? (laughs) Just random shit whenever it's so stupid. Yeah, some people. Make it seem like whenever we do something good that we're down, mm-hmm. but then I I don't know I don't know what the criteria is for for these. Whenever points. they see somebody, yes. whenever they see a dude do something stupid, <laughs> like oh hot girls hot yes. girls up by three or whatever. Yeah, I think what Megan is saying hot girl summer is is different from what her fan base and everybody's saying hot so girl too. summer is. I, yeah. <laughs> I think so too. I think it's more of a positivity thing for yeah. a woman that you know. It's okay to be yourself, type of thing. Yeah, I think that's what it is. I think I don't know what these. I guess, um, the, and maybe she rapped about it in a different way. I guess she does, but yeah. I, people are taking it as more of a city girls type thing, where it's like, yeah. nah, don't fall in love, just fuck these niggas and scam them out their money. Yeah, and rob them when they ain't looking. To me, that's two to different things. One. Yeah, yes. a hot girl. To me, a hot girl summer is. I guess a girl, you know, it's summertime. Like, you know how niggas do them in the summer? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's saying, ladies, you can do you too. In you the know, summer. go out there, have fun. You know what I mean? Like, you ain't got to, you know, be pressed on somebody, I guess. So you know, what, what happens you. in the fall then? 
Because I know by winter, everybody is either cuffed up or the wants f- to be cuffed up. So, basically, basically, this hot girl, normally the summertime <laughs> is tryouts. Okay. And then, like, you, you flinging, you flinging, then whoever lasts at the end of the summer is who goes okay. into the fall. But now we got a hot girl and hot boy summer, so everybody going to be single in the fall? Exactly. I don't really know. How this is about to play Everybody out. Everybody gonna be miserable. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how this the is about to play out. The playoffs in the winter, right? Everybody <laughs> about to get their own zoo, uh, whatever that nigga's name is. <laughs> Wait, what? All these hot girls gonna end up with their regular ass niggas that oh, they yeah. know since high school. <laughs> yeah. Not regular ass. Yes. Yeah. Hell no. Same I ain't going sorry back ass yeah. nigga. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you gonna see? You gonna see somebody pop up in your life again, Jasmine? You be mm-hmm. like, oh, I forgot about you. It's not for me. Um, fuck it, man. I think that's really about it. Um, oh yeah, uh, you had a take on this real quick. Uh, figure you said the whole thing about Fabulous being caught with the uh, oh, yeah. a teacher at lunch. Yeah, you think that looked like more of a lunch, or more yeah. uh, more more than a lunch? Um, uh, to me that was weird. I mean, I'm not rich, so. I don't know how it is meeting with teachers for rich people, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I know meeting with the teacher as far as my life was uh, my mama going up to the school and talking to the teacher then. Yeah. But like I said, it's fabulous. I don't know, you know, if he too Hollywood to go up to the school and talk, but I never seen a parent teacher conference over lunch like that. Okay. Drinking margaritas. So, I didn't see the margaritas. Maybe that's different. Yeah. Like I said, I'm hmm. not, I, I'm not accusing them. He said it's not true, but I never seen nobody meet with a teacher like that unless they was like super close. Yeah. Hmm. So it, it, it like from the picture, it looked like he out to eat with somebody, right? Yeah. yeah. Is I don't know. I just never seen that before. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. I never seen a cute teacher like that though, man. Honestly, like if I if I had a kid and they had a cute ass teacher, I'd probably take her out to a lunch, lunch. But I don't know if it'd be more than that. Yeah. I don't know, man. I think if it was dinner, it would be different. I don't think you can judge anything by a lunch because we have lunch with anybody. Yeah, that's you know, true. a lunch is just a lunch. A dinner is a little more intimate. That's during off time, you know. Yeah. So that would be different. A lunch, I, I don't want to jump to conclusions off of that yet. Yeah, I don't want to jump. I'm not saying, you know, he lying or nothing he like that. He's snitching, be honest. <laughs> hey, I just never seen a teacher. I've never seen a teacher meet with a, a parent over lunch that's type true. of thing. I, I, that's a, like I said, it might be different for rich people. It could be. But I know us broke, my broke ass. <laughs> my mama come up to the school in a house dress. <laughs> and, uh, you know what I mean? And the belt and all yeah. that shit. So I, I don't know. It was just a little interesting. That is He interesting, did defend man. it. He was pissed. Of course. So, of course. <laughs> so you know, I, I kind of believe him at that point. Because hmm. he kind of had that. He kind of had that tone of, damn, like, I'm not even cheating this time. Yeah. Yes. Like, no. Like, I'm, this ain't even what I'm doing this yeah, time. Yeah, you know how you really didn't lie this time? So mm-hmm. you really hype, like, <laughs> I did not do this. Look, look, yeah. I'm about to show you proof. Like, all the other times, maybe I mm-hmm. lied. But this time, I'm not lying. <laughs> I agree. Jasmine, how do you read this? Do you think it's a little suspicious? Um, I, I kind of agree with Figgy. Like, he, it kind of had the tone of, like, I, for real, y'all, this time I wasn't doing shit and y'all really trying to get me, like, y'all got me in trouble for no reason, so. Can your boyfriend meet with his daughter's teacher over lunch like that? Yes, if we've had a conversation, like, yeah. Okay. If that's really what was happening, I don't see nothing wrong with that, like, but. What if she had margaritas? Uh, 
I don't think that's really appropriate. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I don't think that's appropriate. But meeting for lunch, yeah, I don't see nothing wrong with that. If that's if it's sincerely about my child and y'all like having a parent teacher conference, maybe that's the only time. Like you know, especially his status, maybe that's the only time they could have got together to do that in a in a private location, without yeah. him going to the school and causing a chaos. Okay. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Fair enough. I just say we need more evidence, man. Yeah. We need more evidence before we jump to conclusions. But who knows, man? Who knows? Yeah. It could be either or. Leave them alone. Yeah. Man. Um. I think that's really it about for for this week, man. I think we covered all the bases here. So um, let's go ahead and wrap this bitch up once again. Shout out to Ernesto Pacheco, aka I already forgot his fucking Twitter handle. Damn it. Yeah. But uh, versatile something. Versatile elements. Versatile Sports. elements. Um, follow him on Twitter, Instagram. He hooked us up with some food today, so really appreciate it, man. Thank you, yes, thank man. You. Thank you. Yes, thank you for holding down the set like you have been. <laughs> yes. And um, really, that's about it, man. So let's go ahead and close this bitch out. You can find Figgy at the Figgy Fig on all social media platforms. It's big Texan season coming up, so follow him for all the newest developments and training camp shit and all this shit if you care about that. I was about to say, I'm going to be posting a lot of brown shit. <laughs> Y'all oh, keep yeah. up with the browns. If you want to hear about the browns and what they're doing, what Baker's doing over there, follow him as well. Um, the lovely Jasmine, you can find her at Chitty Chitty Based on yeah. Twitter and Instagram. She'd be out and about. She's really the only one of us who'd be out and about like that. And I'm, I'm posting so. on the, the social right now, too, yeah. just okay. so y'all know about Astro World Fest. I'm sharing some okay. lost photos. Okay. Okay. I'm going to yeah. start getting out and about since I got the car. Yeah, man. I could dip Chill. out. Let's do yeah. it now, man. Yeah, Finally man. Have me, maybe meet with a teacher <laughs> over lunch or something. <laughs> we got to make it happen, man. Um, you can follow me at the Ryan Rocket on Instagram, Ryan.Rocket on. Wait. I got to switch around. Who gives a fuck? Twitter, Instagram, Ryan Rocket. Yeah, look me up. You'll find me if you care. Um, (laughs) So for my boy, Figgy, for my girl, Jasmine, I am Ryan Rocket, and this is the Jim to Juice podcast, y'all. Peace.